0: Before we get to this episode, I have to say if you are triggered by any of the following, you may want to skip this one drug addiction and drug reliance, water sports, sexual shame and embarrassment, inebriated sex, and age play. With that being said, we had a special guest on this episode who shared their personal and intimate story. At the podcast with benefits, as well as more than friends as a whole, We believe in providing shame-free, safe spaces for individuals to express themselves with honesty and empathy. Our guest was brave to share their story. Now, on to the show. Hello, this is Christopher Phillippe. This is Stephen Morrow.
1: And I'm Emily... And this is the podcast with benefits.
2: Carry on, my wayward son, because today we're going to talk about water sports,
0: cloud sex, fetishes, sexual redemption,
1: and how I claimed my title as the below job queen.
0: So it's recording but uh it's always sort of like a soft open i guess or a cold open i think is how it's referred uh unscripted
2: as is the whole show
0: off the cuff yeah yeah on the cuff
1: so we just go for it
0: yeah we
2: just go for it so
0: yeah thanks for tuning in this week um this is christopher Philippi. he's sitting there on the end of my couch literally (laughs) teabagging yes I, i am it's uh He's just dipping his sack into that into that liquid, mm. to this warm cup. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yummy.
2: <laughs> I'm a little under the weather. Uh Aww. no COVID stuffs, just allergies and a scratchy throat. So, it's what you get for not wearing condoms. Well, listen, you know you know very well <laughs> that a condom does not it, it
1: reduces sensation. Okay, but listen, from a girl's point of view, condoms are amazing. Really. Because, like, it's so soft,
2: (laughs) and it, like, doesn't hurt. What people are you having sex with where their dick isn't soft? Well, their
1: dick gets hard, doesn't it? Well,
2: it gets hard, yes, but, I mean, the skin itself is not like, (laughs) are you having sex with calloused penises? No,
1: it's not like that. It's just, like, everything just slides so much better, and if there's, like, ribs on there... So See be a, a rib ribbed, ribbed for their pleasure. Yeah.
2: For I, sure. I understand ribbed. Yeah, yeah. I get ribbed. I get the you know balloon tip and the, the French tickler. I understand the various.
1: <laughs> Wait, rib, I don't understand the, the French, French various tickler. Th- what okay, is so the French tickler? The French
2: tickler. It's uh, uh one of the original like condom variations where it was just like a uh sea anemone, like little spiky like phalanges at the end of the tip. Oh, my God. Yeah, that I assume were just meant for, for clitoral stimulation, you know, when, when rubbing. Because mm-hmm. I don't imagine they're going to do anything on the inside.
1: Uh, but that doesn't make sense.
2: That's, that's why it's not. It's no longer popular, but it's, you know, I'm old. Why was uh, it French? That, that's,
1: yeah. I, that's
2: the name of it. <laughs> Fucking Google it. I don't know. I didn't name it. I didn't originate this thing. We need to find the inventor. And slap their shit. On. <laughs> oh my god.
0: Yeah. I was going to say invite them on the show, but now I don't know if they want
2: to. Right, well, no, I, I promise you no physical harm should you still be alive and want to be on our
0: show.
1: <laughs> I um, mean, I'm down to try it. Sure.
0: Right now? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. Right yeah. now. Well, it's just so I happens. happen to have a French <laughs> tip right here.
2: <laughs> By the way, uh, this is uh, this is a, a very auspicious occasion. This is our first guest, Emily.
1: Hi! Oh my god, I can't believe that I'm the first guest. You
2: are. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank
1: you for having me. Yeah, yeah. I'm so happy to be here.
0: The pleasure is ours, 100%. I'm just smiling. I'm just over here grinning. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, what's what's on your mind, Emily?
1: I want you to tell them, because I guess my ego just desperately needs to be stroked. About how I'm the influence for the entire podcast. It's
0: if, true. If there's one thing we can do on this podcast, it's, it's stroke. Stroke, it's stroke my ego. yeah, and, Get and, me and... off big time. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Damn.
2: <laughs> we didn't Too even much? need the French Should I reel tip. it back? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This is, yeah. You're, you're definitely where you're supposed to be. Um, <laughs> no, so uh, one day, Stephen and I were driving around. At work. We were driving around, and uh, <laughs> we were just talking about random topics, and I have no idea how this topic came up. But well, you know what? I don't know why I'm talking about it. I wasn't even there. So I'm going to go ahead and let Stephen take over, and then Emily can interject, or vice versa.
0: So uh, before before this podcast was a thing, uh, I was I was speaking with Chris about a very important topic uh, Subject, I suppose and it is it's inspired by an event (laughs) That (laughs) Happened at my house once uh, where I had a a house party uh, That was a combination of like it was a farewell party for somebody who was moving somewhere else uh, And it was also a a work gathering back when I was working at GameStop uh, and it kind of turned into a larger affair than I had anticipated and there were just a lot of people at my house uh, most of which were like people higher up on the ladder at my job than me uh who just kind of showed up and like a bunch of people that i just didn't know uh and and also emily was there and uh <laughs> we were absolutely shit-faced, uh as you know as as we do okay uh,
1: so what you guys need to understand is is that this party was popping off okay there was so many people at this event i mean stephen's house is like
0: well, my three stories
1: house. his parents house is three stories i hope they don't listen they there were people in the basement there were people on the main floor there were people outside on the deck and the deck is like multi-level
0: there's at least one person in the oven
1: yeah, the oven got <laughs> completely smashed that night. Um, it exploded. Because someone was like, I'm drunk. Let me sit on top of a stove. So it it shattered. Um, and that was a whole event. All I remember really is at some point Jaeger bombs came into the picture.
2: Always a good idea.
1: I drank one because back then I was on a mission to prove how cool I was because I grew up as a very strict Christian so, being on the party scene was, like, this huge deal to me. And I was, like, acting out and, you know, being a total rebel. So, we drank Jaeger bombs. The next thing I know, it's 5 a.m. And we're still going. And there are still people there. Somehow, we ended up upstairs in your room. Well, Like, this was... is where I get really blurry. Because I guess it's either been blocked off or I was so drunk that I just don't remember.
0: That was after... Uh, this sounds almost like a horror story. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I assure you, this was a fun time.
1: Oh, it was uh, great. <laughs> I had a, a blast. Uh,
0: this is a fond memory. I, I was just dreading when my parents came home. Oh, yeah. Uh, which we was all the work. next day. We way. all were. Uh, but before we ended up in my, in my bedroom, <laughs> 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 we... Uh, well, Emily... Had an idea and I don't I don't remember if this was just something that she said offhand or if this was something She was very serious about but she mentioned the idea of hosting a blowjob competition in the basement Um, And so I told everybody at this party that there will be a blowjob competition in my parents basement Uh, and again just to remind the audience this is Primarily your work friends. This was like I think my boss's boss was there. Okay. Uh, All right Unbeknownst to me like I didn't know he was gonna be there But at this point I was like far gone enough to where I didn't I didn't care Uh, so I invited him to the blowjob competition Uh, and uh, a a handful of of Individuals uh, (laughs) made their way to, to my parents basement uh, but then that same handful of individuals Gradually made their way to my bedroom Now uh, hold on,
2: now, let's back up uh, Just for numbers sake Roughly, if you had to shoot
0: off the cuff How many people were at the party?
1: Like at least 20
0: It, it was more than 20 There were 20 people that I knew <laughs> I think this play,
1: like It was popping off there, It was the biggest party I think I've ever been to There were
0: 20 people visible at any point in time uh, but I mean, because there were three floors and there was outside on the back deck, I think I think it was more like thirty or forty. Okay. Uh, and but roughly, how many people did you rope in to at least being present for the blowjob competition? More people showed up to the basement than showed up in my room.
1: Yeah, they kind of backed out at the last minute. <coughs> <laughs> okay. I just. <laughs>
2: I mean, I, I, it's true. If I were there, I would have definitely wanted to go for you know just sheer curiosity <clears throat> for observation. Yeah, I mean, regardless of of any intent on joining, which probably I would have, but <laughs> but just to see like, is this really going to happen? Like, this is the thing that happens in in pornographic films is like, oh, there's a blowjob competition happening at a party because that happens all the time. It never fucking happens. <laughs> so I was, I would. Be present just to see if this was actually going to happen.
0: Uh, yeah, I think that's why a lot of people went to the basement. Uh, but then uh, there was there was like sexual tension amongst the handful of individuals that made it to my room. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. that <yeah>, is very
2: <laughs> really telling. There really okay, was. All right. <laughs> no, yeah, we'll keep the names out to protect the
0: innocent. Uh, I know at least government. one of them wouldn't give a fuck. Well, it was not your call, but That's true, that's true. But uh anyways, uh yeah. So, uh
1: so the funniest part in my opinion is the fact that I had a boyfriend at this time.
0: Yeah. When this Ooh, happened. That's new information.
1: He was totally fine with this. He was he the was first at the He was party. the first candidate. Okay. He was like,
2: "Well, he'd be biased," which is another he... part of the conversation we're going to have in a little bit. But... Yeah. He's <laughs> the
1: one that Gave me the reputation of being a blowjob queen, which I was extremely uh, proud to hold this title.
0: Five-star reviews. Because this
1: guy was so difficult to get off. Mm. Like, it was impossible to get him to come, (laughs) to be honest. How old was he? He was about the same age as me.
2: Which was, at the time?
1: Gosh, how old were we? Like, 23? Early 20s. Okay. But the thing is that both him and I dealt with a lot of mental illness, so he took a lot of medication, Mm. and the medication would, he would get, like, right on the cusp Mm -hmm. of being about to come, and then it would just die, and he'd lose everything, and we'd have to start from ground zero. But me, being the stubborn little Taurus that I am... (laughs) Like, I would suck this guy until completion, no matter how long it took. Wow. Because That's I'm dedication. like, I want I want to give you this, you know. So you I heard was like, the title, Blowjob Queen. <laughs> I yeah. fought that for the title nice. yeah. Yeah. of Blowjob Queen. Good
2: for you. I know many folks who would just give up. But,
1: Thanks. Yeah. I'm pretty dedicated when it comes to sex. It's like my favorite thing. Sure. So I'm like, I want to make this great for everyone. Right. So I earned the title of being a blowjob queen. I don't know if it's from, true or from not. The now, <laughs> from the boyfriend.
2: Now, <laughs> From the boyfriend. From that boyfriend at the time. But no, then
0: we needed the ultimate test, which exactly. is why we needed the blowjob competition right. to take place.
2: Right. Now, just to be clear, just so there's no confusion, because I don't know that we've said it yet, who was your competitor, who were you competing against in the blowjob competition?
1: What? Wasn't it you? <laughs> uh, well, so... <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh,
0: <laughs> not, not originally intended, Oh, but, um,
1: <laughs> I don't know who I was supposed to go against. To be honest, I, I was, was blackout drunk
0: the whole <laughs> I think it, I think it was just you and then people would just line up and then they
1: would. I guess I was just going to give blowjobs the whole party without <laughs> okay. even charging. I wish I could go <laughs> back and be like, trying. girl, at least
0: charge. <laughs> Five dollar blowjobs? At least charge. That, I mean, for the, for the blowjob queen, I think that's low. Very low, yeah. Yeah. For anybody, I think that's pretty low.
2: For like the blowjob beer wench, it's probably pretty low. (laughs) I think the
0: standards, (laughs) like the standard pricing, if I remember correctly, from my uh, college instructor, who told me this. uh, I used to work with him. We would travel and stay in these hotels, and he would. Uh, he just went through a divorce. <laughs> I Maybe mean, he can be a guest on the show. Uh, kind of <laughs> I of feel of... <laughs> like we're going to get into a whole other episode here, but go on. Anyways, yeah. uh, he would, um, sometimes he would pay for services. Sure. And I was curious, and I was like, how much do you pay? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah sure, how much yeah. do you pay for right. the, for these things? And he was like, usually a blowjob is like 100 to $150. Good yeah, lord. right on uh, the money. Yeah. Good lord. Uh, I think the lowest was 60 but he did not recommend that one.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: I would not pay that
1: much money. Low Yelp rating. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. But like, keep in mind, this is this is an individual who needs to like travel to a hotel. Like he wasn't going to them. They were. Sure.
2: Okay. Travel so, expense. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so okay, I think yeah. it, it was if you're, all if you're, getting, yeah, if you're getting
0: your delivery, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Blowjob's I'm, delivered. I'm I think, assuming. Cost a little
0: bit yeah. More. I, I. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> so. <laughs> Touche, yeah. for delivery. And that's, that's also, true. we have to take into account uh, the the cost of living. We were traveling to, like, cities and stuff and working at these conventions and things like that. Um, and, you know, some of these cities, blowjobs cost more in a place, uh, in, in a big city, than they do in Kentucky. I feel there's A more... Kentucky blowjob is, you know, not worth <laughs> as much as a San Francisco blowjob, for let's example. Let's
2: not, no, no, let's stop right there. Hold, <laughs> hold the phone. I've had many a blowjob all over the, the the U.S.
0: No, I'm I'm <laughs> there, not saying the quality is any different. I'm sure, just saying but, yeah, that, the cost of living. I, yeah, I get it. Yeah, but, minimum wage, for example. But
2: where there are, where where there is uh, more urban sprawl, there's more competition. There's more, you know, you've got to, in fact, be have competitive prices. I would feel
0: that is true
2: because you have more options.
0: But there's know? also more demand. Sure. Significantly more demand because there's more dicks. Exactly. More dicks to suck. More dicks. It, it's a matter of the, the dick-to-mouth ratio. <laughs> supply and demand. Yeah. Okay. This is actually, this is an economics it's a podcast whole nother, Yeah, this is a whole other podcast <laughs>
2: about the supply and demand of, of blowjobs and people who give them. Okay, so. We should teach economics to I, kids. We've completely derailed. So, <laughs> originally, when you told me the story, I thought yes. that it was you and Emily in a no pun intended, head-to-head combat, (laughs) you know, head-to-head competition.
0: Oh, God, that's perfect.
2: Um, That writes itself. But really, it it was Emily against all comers.
1: It was Emily against Emily. I'm not, I'm not,
2: not, I didn't pre-write this, this is just it (laughs) it writes itself. Yeah. So, seeing that, (laughs) that Emily had no competitors, again, not only did you have the rallying cry to create and caused the buzz of the blowjob competition, you said it deserves a competitor as well, and offered up your your own services.
0: Uh, Well, so, I was really just pimping out my friend. Okay. Uh, Thanks. I mean, (laughs) at the time, that's what I thought that you wanted.
1: It probably was. (laughs) And, like, you
0: were were very I
1: was proud of myself, you guys.
2: And you still should be, honestly. I mean, that's... That is a brave and courageous thing. Like, there's no shame in that.
1: Like, like I give a great blowjob. Hit me up.
2: There it is. Well, also... <laughs> well, now, hold on. <laughs> for, we're going to have to test Not that. for any money, because... Well, wait, what do you mean, illegal, no money? It's illegal in Kentucky, and I
0: don't want oh, okay. to go to jail for solicitation. Um, <laughs> but, so, before we continue, though, I if do we're want... In Vegas, though, however, charge what you want. I, I do... Uh, before we continue, I do want to say that... Uh, I I Think it's important to note that nobody was forced into any situation in this circumstance. Yes. We were under some influences uh, and yes, we were we were doing this thing and and there were like I, I was calling people to join this this thing. However This was all Things that we wanted to do at right. the time. These were decisions that we made as individuals. Nobody was like forced into a situation. I just I want that to be said because uh, I mean do you agree Emily? One hundred percent. Okay.
1: This was all my idea, apparently. <laughs> my, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> it was all my idea for my drunken brain. I was like, let's do this. Oh my god. Um <laughs> but yeah I
0: just I just I I do think that consent is important. Absolutely. Um it it is required and in this instance yeah. we were we were doing things of our own volition. On this program yeah we very much believe in, in safe and consensual. Yes. That's, that's and it.
1: we were all of age. Yeah. Yes. We were yeah. all over the age of 21 at this time. Yes. 21 even.
0: Even yeah. better. Well, because yes. we were drinking as well. Because we were so drunk. Right. But, yeah. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. That, that yeah. too. If we weren't drinking, we would have said that we were over the age of 18. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, you're down in the basement. Let's take it from the basement. What happened in the basement? Uh, so, we had more observers than participants. How many participants did you have? Uh, at the end of the the, we ended up with four participants. Uh, and, and two competitors, four participants. Well, we were participating and competing.
2: Okay, so simultaneously. Two, so two people receiving,
0: two people giving. The blowjob competition turned into an orgy in my bedroom.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Let's just in the to the chase. <laughs> I do <laughs> the blowjob competition never happened. It it was everyone backed out. No,
2: so no, no penetration, oral or or otherwise happened in the basement.
0: Not in the basement. No. Not in the basement. Okay, no, all right. I get it. It didn't happen I, in, the the in the basement. <laughs> it wasn't in the basement. Clearly, it was a pipe dream. Uh, the I real know. the real show was in the bedroom. Okay.
2: Well, it wasn't a show though because nobody wasn't nobody came to watch or did they?
0: Well. There was one person who knocked on the door, okay. and then they came in, and then they were sad that they weren't invited, well, <laughs> which was
1: their own fault because we made it very clear where we were going.
0: Yeah, we did make it clear, but they were too busy playing Infamous on my PS4. All right, all right back in, back in, back in. All right.
2: That's yeah. You guys were there. You have to paint this picture for folks. I mean, i cause I'm, you know, I, I want to make sure we capture all the details.
0: I like telling stories like a Mad Libs. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. Just right. I let people fill in the blanks and then and then like correct them as we go.
2: So, you're in the basement, things fizzle out, no one's courageous enough to unzip their pants and start getting a blowy right there. Then
0: what happens? Uh, I, I do keep in mind, a lot of these people, we were GameStop employees, many of us. So, I, and not to stereotype or anything, but your stereotype is probably accurate. It's, it's a lot of
2: B gamers. Type,
0: type B personalities yeah horny sexually frustrated yeah like dealing
1: with the public all day to sell stupid games
0: well it's not i mean not all games are stupid but like some games you got to be like why are you buying this
1: (laughs) when you could be playing journey you know what i mean
0: okay
2: all right got it okay yeah the general public doesn't like good games that is true okay
1: That's but. what I'm saying. I didn't mean to offend anyone. I'm sorry. No, no, no. We just... <laughs> I was. When you we said stupid games,
0: I was about ready to punch someone. Well, no, right, I freaking yeah, love
1: games, okay? Don't yeah. get me wrong. I just mean some games, like...
0: Call of Duty, Madden.
1: Colin, yeah, Madden being sold every year. You're not getting anything from that. Well, and some people get...
0: And anyways, or, yeah. and we'll save that for, for the other podcast. But this podcast is all about things like blowjob competitions. So... <laughs> so the basement fizzles out. And then Uh so we looked around the room and we realized that uh there were four of us, uh, minus the two that were just sitting on the couch playing the PS four. Uh but you know, fuck them. Uh <laughs> but uh we looked around the room and realized that the four of us we all kind of had like feelings for one another, uh and like just strange history. Like mm-hmm. we were all very close friends at the time and we would like uh, at the time, we would have these parties where they were completely non-sexual parties, but we would just get naked and like be together, you know. Mm-hmm. Or like we would no, I don't <laughs> know. What do you mean You're, you both don't both know? The public wouldn't know that. Uh, I really think that we should normalize, uh, being naked with friends, like honest to goodness, because those those moments. Uh, this is why we were so close. I think close enough to have an orgy in my bedroom. Uh, not that that's a requirement for closeness but uh it'll get you there though <laughs> yeah yeah it it, it definitely it'll get you real close real quick <laughs> yeah uh but like i don't know just because we had been in these situations where we were vulnerable around one another mm-hmm. and open enough to express ourselves and show ourselves and like we would we would literally it it sounds kind of fucked up i'm a weird individual uh <laughs> <laughs> in case you didn't know but like i would design these games in which we would like we would express our like secrets or we would admit our deepest darkest fears and uh, i would have these parties where i would invite people over specifically to have these experiences for us to to get closer did they know that going into it uh yeah actually okay they did uh and i we designed the game together like i would okay. i would make the template and then at the start of every... It was like a deck of cards, mm-hmm. uh, like index cards. And at the start of every game, everyone would add more cards, to, cards sure. to the game. And so I think I actually still have this somewhere. So maybe that's a thing that we can do. Uh, oh, we should totally a, do that. In, a, in an episode. But uh, but yeah, so if you just imagine a group of, of eclectic individuals uh, all across the spectrum. Uh, and by spectrum, you can, you can have any spectrum. And that that is an accurate statement uh so whether it's a, a sexual spectrum identity spectrum autism spectrum literally all of it we were all over the place on this uh, and if you were to put us in a room and imagine us just opening up to one another uh, that's what we did and so we had like a very profound connection but minus the sexual contact uh, Which was interesting and and I think that those 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 moments and those people uh, at least at the time it, it was It was very important to me and oddly enough Oddly enough Orgy night was kind of like the pinnacle of this experience But it also may or may not have shattered this experience sure or been the start of the shattering
2: just to let you know, that, that moment that you just had uh, with everybody listening, that was beautiful. I mean, the way you described that, I'm jealous of that moment, of that whole relationship that you, you, you experienced with these other individuals.
0: So I, I have an ulterior motive here. Okay. And, <laughs> and the ulterior motive is, uh, it's not really ulterior at all. I, I feel like I've been pretty open about this. Uh, but with shows like this, and even with More Than Friends as a platform, the idea is to to take that philosophy and turn it into an array of content and be able to share those experiences, but also kind of bring people together and allow people to open up and allow people to express themselves. And that's why I think the podcast with benefits is important because not only are we you know, sharing these stories, we're having a good laugh, uh, but I genuinely think that we are, this is One method to getting closer to one another and even even you listener uh, Even if you're not in the room with us, you're not able to directly Have a conversation with us in the moment. You can still write in with questions on mtfproductions.com You can leave comments. We'll see them. You can email us at be more than friends at gmail.com But even though you're not here in the room when we record yet Maybe in the future that'll be possible. But um, I still think that this is a way for people to internally kind of reflect and maybe even build up the courage to share their stories with with their friends or their family or whatever. I'm not saying you should tell your mom that you had a blowjob competition in her basement while she was away on a cruise in Mexico. Don't do that, probably. Um, But (laughs) I really hope my mom's not listening. (laughs) Oh, she will be. Surely. Oh no! Uh, but <laughs> she's gonna hate me. Hi,
1: sorry about that. Uh, I had nothing to do with it. I, I wasn't was, there. I, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I have tried so hard to make you like me this whole time.
0: But <laughs> and anyways, I feel like if if we can in any way with this show contribute to allowing somebody to feel comfortable sharing something intimate. With, with anyone with anyone in their life. Absolutely. Uh, then then I would have achieved my dream, my goal. That is, that is the goal. that's beautiful. So yeah. That's that's why I'm ha- I'm happy to be here with you.
2: So back to <laughs> the blowjob competition which is now turning into not just a dirty orgy, but a beautiful orgy.
0: Honestly, there is beauty in dirt.
2: Sure.
0: And there is dirt in beauty. Sure. Yeah. So, the competition
2: fizzles out, and then that, that electricity is in the air, that spark, that, that tension you can cut with a butter knife is present.
0: Butter.
1: <laughs> okay. And so... <laughs> Are you good? So Sorry.
2: Who,
0: who makes the call to move <laughs> it into another room?
1: How did this happen? Because I don't I, remember.
0: I honestly don't remember exactly how we ended up there either. It's like...
1: I think what happened was we all gathered around, we all took shots, and we all went straight upstairs. Maybe not a word was even
2: spoken. I feel like we didn't even communicate. It I, think it just, yeah. I don't
1: even know what happened. It was like in one point we're in the basement, the next thing we're upstairs.
2: The first threesome I was ever in, that's very much a similar topic. I was trying to avoid certain people all night, and then uh, to escape, I went up to my room, and there they were. But they were in my bed, and I was like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> and then things happened from there. But, so it was unspoken, and it's wonderful. So you all end up in the room,
0: and then what? Uh, and then we just started, like, touching each other. And
1: So did it start out as a blowjob competition, or what? Like, did you blow him?
0: I, I didn't suck anyone's dick. Okay. But I distinctly remember my penis was sucked. Okay. I don't know by who, though. Wow. I don't
1: think it was me, cause because I don't remember.
0: Uh, So, like, lights were off. I sure. knew who was in the room, yeah. but I didn't know who was touching where, doing what. Wow. Okay. Uh, but it, it was I mean, interesting. It just, there was no light at all? It was pitch black? I mean, it was like, You're like so there were drunk. shadows and things, but like... Just for sheer... Also, I was very drunk. Like, sure. Like, this was a... It was like a blur of... of multi-sensory experience.
2: While I greatly enjoy sex and view it as a sport, uh, I still need to see kind of what I'm doing, especially when there are more than more than one-on-one. Yes, I. Mean,
0: I but I mean, at least the way that I look at this, true. and I am, again, a, a unique individual. <laughs> uh, I did not... I don't think I did at the time, nor do I now consider this to be an inherently sexual experience. Or at least sexually that's your catchphrase <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't sexual well <laughs> i i considered this to be more of like a a, a symbolic <laughs> exploration of closeness
1: but yeah not me uh, it, was <laughs> it was a sexual experience 100 <laughs> percent. awesome because okay. like I, I wasn't i wasn't
0: necessarily sexually attracted to the people involved uh, no offense emily uh, no,
1: it's okay because I feel the same way about you. Like yeah. I specifically tried not to touch you so much because I was like, I just see you as my friend.
0: I feel like I feel like we did touch each other though. I mean, yeah, it's I remember happen. I it's remember touching happen. you. There's no avoiding that. I but it,
1: I don't, but I didn't like go down on you. Like we touched each other, but it wasn't like, I don't know, I didn't suck it. Him. It wasn't <laughs> like, I don't know what else yeah. to say.
2: There's gonna be, in uh, in those scenarios, what I'm there for somebody but not somebody else there's there's gonna be some some cross not contamination that's the wrong word but it's gonna happen and you just have to be okay with it i mean like it's just part of the experience and you can go with it or because if you try to resist it then it just breaks up the whole rhythm of everything going on it kills the vibe absolutely absolutely so you have to be okay with it and understanding that's kind of a tacit agreement with that Mm -hmm. um now when it's not mutual. When one person wants it, the other person... that That's a whole nother fucking animal. Yeah. But anyway, yeah.
0: anyway, I mean, we were all... We were all in this together. And we were all... I think we all enjoyed it. Yeah. Sounds like uh, it. Yeah. I, uh... So... <laughs> uh, if, full disclosure, I don't know if I ever explicitly stated this. But I am gay.
2: <laughs>
0: in the first episode, I believe you did. i uh, Our longtime
2: listeners will have known. (laughs) Okay, but but
0: just in case, I I will reiterate uh, that I am gay, and and yes, I was in a a foursome with a woman. Uh, And it was a
1: dream for me, because it was me and three other guys. So, like, how special does that make you feel? (laughs) So, I felt pretty... Because, like, two of the three guys I was really into at the time. Because
0: one of them was...
1: One of them was my boyfriend at the time, and the other one was a guy that I... Had been making out with like all night that night, <laughs> with my boyfriend's permission. We had, a, I think,
0: also with your boyfriend.
1: Yeah, I like, was also <laughs> making out with him. You a were lot. like
0: passing him back and forth.
1: Well, to be honest, I kind of remember going through that party and trying to collect kisses from every person I came in contact with, if I even remotely liked them, which include included some females. Um,
0: I I remember that. I remember that because I because rem- I remember my yeah. boss at the time came up to me and he was like. Does your friend like me? <laughs> oh
1: my god. <laughs> <It> was probably.
0: <laughs> and I was like... And I, I just kind of like tried not to get his hopes up. Uh, I don't know. I, I apologize to if he happens to be listening. <laughs> but... Uh, it, it was... Th- what an interesting night. Yeah. So I did a lot of work
1: <laughs> on this night, okay? I... Got my boyfriend off and then turned around and got off the other guy
0: <laughs> Wow! with my hand. I did not get off
1: that night. Neither did I. I was on my period, mm. which is such a huge bummer because if I hadn't have been, who knows what would have fucking happened? Yeah, because I
2: <laughs> probably some fucking
1: I would have been down. So but sadly, Mother Nature had other ideas. Which was probably in my best benefit. Yeah, honestly. So.
0: Probably worked out in in your favor (laughs) in the end.
1: Yeah. But it was pretty great. I felt pretty powerful after that. And,
0: um. Yeah, that's one thing that was really cool about this experience. It was a big confidence booster.
1: Totally. Like,
0: knowing that. uh, And, I mean. Maybe. Maybe this is just me. But just knowing that one person is willing to do something with me is nice but knowing that multiple people <laughs> right. are willing to do things with me that's absolutely that's yes, it's, that's very nice it's yeah. it's just nice to know it's nice to be wanted yeah, yeah. yeah. so super uh, exciting yeah it would I, I I remember uh, after this experience I felt really good about myself and and that's when I was like I, I just felt confident. I felt like I walked with my, my head up a bit more. My like I, I stood up Chest straight. Out yeah, I, I was like, okay, this is great. Uh, <laughs> I just had a foursome. <laughs> right. I should, I should have a shirt that says that. It's just I just had a foursome. I just had a foursome. <laughs> uh, so
2: now, what about the fallout from that situation? <clears throat> the, the morning after.
1: So, there was no fallout, really? I mean, we're all. Not not immediately. Not immediately. I mean, I definitely had other storylines that took place with the other guy. And then also my boyfriend, we aren't dating anymore, and he's not really even that interested in girls anymore. So.
0: When I said all across the spectrum of things, uh, so this individual is sexually fluid? Yeah. Is that how he describes it? Uh, where his sexuality actually kind of flows across the spectrum. So, uh, really, at any given moment, uh, for any given period of time, he is interested in like one thing, and then suddenly, like, so not to be confused with bisexual, uh, because sometimes he is, and then sometimes he's not. And then uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe he would be better to explain that, uh, right. possibly in a future episode. But, uh, but yeah, at least as far as I, I understood it at the time, uh, that was kind of his deal. So at the time, I believe he was bisexual or you know, ex- experiencing feelings of bisexuality, uh, but it didn't last.
1: Yeah, it was really hard. <laughs> Because, like, when we first met, all I knew was that he was straight and that he was into me. And then it all rapidly changed. It seemed to me because he didn't, he wasn't explicitly clear when we first started dating.
0: I don't think he even knew. I don't how think to he knew either
1: at the time. Yeah.
2: So recently, I've I kind of came out to the out of the closet to my wife as bisexual because I felt comfortable enough with them. So, and I can't speak for this person, but once I was comfortable enough, you know, I, I had, had enough confidence in myself and I was happy and in a good place, I was able to to talk to them about it. And so, it, it at that moment before, you know, when you agreed to date or when you started dating, he very well could not have known or could not have admitted to himself, but then as he became more comfortable with you... Right. So that's a, a testament to you, really.
1: Well... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no. I think he knew all along. I think he was just scared to tell me because I was very religious mm. when we first started dating. That is true. Like I was yeah. I was kind of unbearably re- religious at the time sure. and um which now I don't consider myself religious at all. I do consider myself spiritual.
2: Sure.
1: But not religious. But okay. um either way The thing that really upsets me about that situation is that we'd been together for about two years at this point, and he was going to school in Louisville, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. So I was having a really hard time with my family because they didn't like him because they were very religious, Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm having sex with this guy, so they're upset about that. Who was atheist? Who was an atheist? Openly atheist. Uh, True. And you know.
2: Was it like an in-your-face atheist? like
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: A bit, yeah. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: so. Which is, I mean, equally as bad, you know, like, when when anybody's in your face about what their beliefs are, it's off-putting. I mean, it, your yeah. beliefs are your beliefs, and keep it to yourself.
1: <laughs> but the thing is, is, like, he was so radically different from my family. Like, it was basically, like, he was the polar opposite of everything I had been raised to like. And I think it was... Mostly because I was probably rebelling. Okay, I But that was going to be a follow-up. <laughs> you know, yeah. but um, what was I saying? So he, I had just decided to move in with him. Mm. And we had, I had moved all of my stuff. And I even took my mattress all the way down to Louisville. And this is like a two-hour drive for me at the time. And then it was like that next day he was telling me, about his sexuality. Okay. And it was like, I just got here.
2: Right. Yeah, that's a lot to fucking And process. like, we were
1: taking this step forward in yeah, our relationship, yeah. and now you're telling me this? Like... Okay. Because he got scared, I think.
2: Absolutely. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's...
1: But, it, you know, just be open with your partner yeah. if you're not ready it, to move forward, like, living together. It's, I know it's hard, but it would be better, I think, if he had just been up front either from the beginning or when he started to experience those things or like before I moved my whole mattress down there you know what I'm saying it was the mattress it was guy. the mattress <laughs> listen buddy okay
2: it was when <laughs> someone moves a fucking mattress listen. you need to come clean whether
1: honestly you're I'm you're into those... it or not I'm one of those people that loves to be in the bed at all times yeah, yeah. so when you fuck with my mattress like fuck with my emotions. you fuck with my soul <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> That is wonderful. Just tell me. God, you could to told me before I move my bed. <laughs> that is wonderful. And I mean, it's awful that you had experienced that.
2: But, no, right? That's a is great a very, story. I, I mean.
0: That's a good a good. Thing I hope our
2: listeners will absolutely. Uh, that resonates with me on a very deep level. That's, don't fuck with my mattress. Don't
1: fuck with my mattress. Don't. Don't fuck with bedtime. Yeah.
2: No. No. <laughs> Absolutely. Cuz
1: I was amped, you know, I'm going to be living with my boyfriend, I'm going to be getting fucked all the time. <laughs> Finally, like sure. the sex Never that I've wanted either. to have yeah. my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. I get there, oh well, I might be gay. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you want to try that again? <laughs> no. So I was yeah. That was a horrible time. How in was
2: my the I mean, how long did did you stay with him? Did you live with him?
1: So I stayed with him probably for maybe a week after that, then I went back home. Okay. Then I got kicked out of my house oh, shit. and had to move in with his father and his brother, who is around 40 years old, but has cerebral palsy. Okay. So he has like the mentality of like a 12 year old boy,
2: okay.
1: which was a situation that I don't think I was mentally prepared to move into, obviously but I had no other choice and I am very thankful because his dad and his, his mom and his brother were all so amazing to me at this point in my life and they just took me in like one of theirs they never once were like you need to go home or they never once questioned anything like that they just took me in like I was theirs
0: they're honestly the real heroes like, they, they were honestly story. the
1: family that I needed when I didn't have my own family, and I'm just so grateful that I found that. Like, we honestly probably shouldn't talk about this too long, because I'll get emotional. <laughs> it's okay. Because they yeah. really were there for me. That's awesome. So I got lucky, for sure. It was very strange to live with my ex. I lived with him for two years in a run-down little house in Covington, and... It changed me as a person, obviously. It really taught me how to value what you have because they had so little.
2: Sure. Yeah, you don't really appreciate it until you don't have it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was an awesome experience. I mean, it was hard, but ultimately, it was awesome.
2: Something you had said earlier really intrigued me the way you phrased it.
1: Oh, gosh. Okay.
2: Uh... (laughs) In talking about one of the people, uh, I think he was the the non-boyfriend at the time, you said that you had separate storylines with him. Yeah. The way you phrased that, uh, you mentioned before we started recording uh, about writing and doing fan fictions. Oh, gosh. So, I mean, that, just the way you phrased that, I mean, it was very unique.
1: Thanks. <laughs>
2: and I, I really enjoyed that. Um, so uh, we'd like to... Talk about some of, some of your fan fiction. Some oh your writings.
1: Okay, so now I'm embarrassed. Oh, okay. Well, not us to talk about it. <laughs> no, but... no, I want to talk about it. I'm okay. just embarrassed because <clears throat> writing is... I freaking love writing so much.
2: It's usually very deeply personal. It is very personal.
1: Yeah. But... So, I, I write a very specific type of thing. Okay. And it's even more specific now Because I'm also exploring a kink of mine. Okay. So, um, do I just say it? (laughs) Whatever whatever you're comfortable. You can lean
0: into it, or you can.
1: I don't even know like how to explain it. I just, first of all, I really like to write gay male erotica.
0: (laughs) Yaoi. Yeah, I love yaoi so much. I I learned what the word yaoi meant from Emily. Yes. I learned what the word yaoi meant from a customer.
1: Really? Uh, yeah. That's a whole
2: long story that I will go into, but... Okay.
1: Yeah. I freaking love Yaoi so much.
2: Okay. What characters are you currently uh, writing Yaoi with uh, for, about?
1: So, it's for Supernatural. Okay. Sam and Dean? Nope. Nope? We don't do Wincess in this house. Oh, shit. Ooh. Okay, Casta,
2: Castiel and who?
1: And Dean Winchester. Okay. Okay. Destiel, we always do Destiel. Okay, okay. 100%. That's my favorite pairing um, at this time. And I have several stories that I've written about these characters. Um, I write with a friend who lives in Pennsylvania. Oh, my God. Wow.
0: <laughs> uh, so, for since this is an audio podcast... <laughs> Uh, I was confused because Chris started taking his shirt off. Yeah, me
1: too. Uh, I, was like, <laughs> yeah, I
2: thought, this, I thought this, was what this was all about. I'm sorry. I did. Say oh, we
0: It's yet. important to get naked with your friends, but, yeah. but Chris yeah, said it? it's Chris her first it. time on the show. Oh, oh, oh I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. But no, he he started taking his shirt off because he has a tattoo uh, that he was showing Emily. Of I, I don't even know what it is. I don't know what it's
1: an anti-demon possession tattoo. <laughs> oh, it's in the middle of his back. I want one. My friend has one. A friend that got me into the show but yeah so I write all the time about these characters okay and so the specific kink that I write about which is kind of embarrassing to talk about but I'm going to talk about it anyway because I f- fucking love it <laughs> okay is um water sports I love piss so <laughs> I don't yeah. even know how to <laughs> talk right. about it. I just I love it, and it's my
2: specifically male pe- pe- male peeing on male or just anybody peeing anywhere.
1: Honestly, if there's piss involved, I'm there. Okay, so in any situation? No, not really. <laughs> okay. But <laughs> well, like
0: I if you're comfortable, yeah. Uh, I mean, can it's... you can you explain? Because like I feel like. Um, I don't know, for, for somebody who, has, who can't fathom why somebody would be interested in this, is there, like, can you possibly explain why this is something that uh, gets you off? Or what it, what it means to you, I suppose?
1: I have been into it since I was, like, as long as I can remember. Which is so messed up. When you think back of, at, like, being a kid and still being attracted to something... When you're so young, but it is just,
2: I think it's only messed up because as a society, we don't talk about these things. Yeah. I mean, again, provided things are safe and consensual, it's that, that's where a lot of people, you know, you know that you're gay because you just
0: know, like, you know that you're into pee because you just know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's something that, that always baffled me too. Cause I always knew that I was gay even before I had hit puberty. It was like just something that i felt and i i didn't have any like sexual terminology to describe it but it was something that i just kind of knew and i I didn't have a word to 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 categorize it i didn't call it gay i just knew that i wanted to be very close to all of my male friends at the time Uh, and that was something that always confused me because i was like like i mean looking back it, it's it's like one of those things people always ask like oh well when did you know that you were gay and i was like i i never discovered it really i just kind of grew into realizing something that was always there it's almost like discovering gravity right. like when did you know that gravity existed it's like well it, it always has <laughs> right. it's just it's a matter of like having it yeah having that. the words to understand it right. and, and being consciously aware of it sure and uh that's that's one thing that I find very interesting about not just sexuality but also like sexual fetishisms and kink in general sure. is kind of that process of discovery and uh, the process of uh, I guess development or sometimes even like the lack thereof. Oh, yeah,
2: it comes of down to exploration
1: feelings.
2: yeah yeah it's just it's how ab- how able you are to explore that that kink I mean. Yeah. Yeah. whether you first allow yourself to then whatever external circumstances permit you to explore it further anyway I digress indeed indeed um just on that note real quick because I really do want to get back to our guest and and, and this this specific kink with my bisexuality it was harder for me to define because there there's straight porn out there in 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 droves, mm-hmm. and I've I'd seen gay porn, and I've seen lesbian porn, and I didn't realize like I, I wasn't necessarily turned on by gay porn. It was just gay porn, mm-hmm. and I. But then I realized, well, I'm not really turned on by girl on girl either. Like it's 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 missing something. I can get there, sure, but but when it's guy on girl, it's because there's a fucking gigantic dog and and ladies like it's a, you know. Anyway, so it's it's about it's. I need all of it. I need the whole gamut, you know. Yeah. So, anywho's about the urine. Oh God. <laughs> so it's something that you always knew. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, it wasn't like I woke up at like seven years old and was like, "Damn, I want to be pissed on." True. Sure. But it was definitely um, a fascination with urine, and like. Like, I would draw comics about it. I would, me and my cousin played together a lot when, like, we were super young, and we would play with, like, dolls and, um, just games where we would play as, like, characters. And somehow, I always brought the character wedding themselves into the scenarios or something like that. And I just kind of realized one day, like, why, I, like, I'm, like, really into this. I really like it when people pee themselves or just stuff like that. So So is
2: it about somebody peeing on themselves or peeing on somebody else?
1: Well, it has morphed tremendously over time. Okay. And when it first started, it was just about like a character. I don't even know how to explain it, okay? It's weird. When I was a kid, I would write comics about this girl who just peed constantly and she had to wear like diapers and stuff because she was that constantly like, peeing
0: that sounds like a, a really inconvenient superpower yes <laughs> it's like i'm just always peeing i'm sorry and so <laughs> like... and
1: then she would like pee on other people and then like i was so ashamed of these comics that i would like rip them up and hide them or like throw them away or like on them and then throw them away or i don't know it was weird that's weird stuff okay that's symbolic. Yeah, that's it is symbolic wow yeah, yeah. that's actually
0: I, kind of beautiful yeah. yeah it is it really is i
1: don't even know what was going on yeah. but this is how, were how you, like, you made these comics i was like I, I don't even know i was probably in the single digits laying on my floor like drawing these things feeling things like in my pants region that i didn't understand like a tightness and I felt like I had to pee while I was making the comics. So that like connection started Yeah, because it's like, damn, I feel like I have to pee, but I don't. And then I I would go to the bathroom and try to pee. And I couldn't because it was, it wasn't pee. You know what I mean? It was like, I was horny, but I didn't understand it because I was a kid. So then I had this situation where I was at school And the teacher left me alone in her classroom and I got on the computer and I just started looking up pictures of people peeing. Okay. And then I got terrified, like sick to my stomach because I was like, I had closed it when I thought she was coming back. And then when I think I realized she wasn't, so then I opened the window again and when I clicked that search had been done. Still there. So yeah. it, it showed up. It was like oh. P and I was like, oh no, I'm in trouble now. I'm like, I'm gonna get busted. I'm gonna get in so much trouble. They're gonna expel me. You know, I'm like oh, yeah. I'm like in the second grade, freaking the fuck out. And I completely stopped everything P related 100 percent And was like, I'm never doing How? this ever again. I'm just not doing this ever again. So I just completely stopped. And I Kind of forgot about it until at least 18 years old when I started masturbating. Because you got to remember how religious I was, too. Like, I was terrified. I'm like, I'm going to hell. God's never going to forgive me for this. I'm going to get in trouble with my teacher. I'm going to, you know, my parents are going to kill me and all this stuff. So I'm like having this huge panic attack in the second grade. So I'm like, I just walled it off in my brain. and was like, I am never going down this path ever again.
2: Now, when you said you started masturbating at eighteen, yeah, okay,
1: Christian, <laughs> <laughs> I was, okay, okay. Just didn't do that stuff. You know what I mean? Uh,
2: were you, I guess were not you outside of your parents' roof, or you, no? I mean, like, why do you think it was eighteen? What what broke that down finally?
1: I don't know if I was eighteen or if I was slightly younger because I was still a senior in high school.
2: I mean, seventeen then. I mean, probably I was, it was still,
1: seventeen or eighteen years old.
2: I feel like, and I don't know. I can't speak for uh, everybody, but I feel like that. Also, I, mean, I was playing with myself. Good Lord, as, as soon as I could see it. I, oh, look at that! And, then, <laughs> and um, for more uh, on that, <laughs> you can listen to the first episode. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, yeah, I, I to to withhold that. I mean, before then, I guess, did you have any urges? to explore down there or was it very much a no god's gonna punish me and he's watching me always
1: well this is where Yahweh comes back into play okay so when i started okay so what happened was i went to the same school from the same school where i googled the p images (laughs) and freaked out until i was in the seventh grade And it was one school, K through 12, it was tiny, I had no friends, it was an ordeal. So when I made it to the 8th grade, my family moved to Independence, and um, I met this girl named, well, I guess I won't say her name, but um, (laughs) I met this girl, and she introduced me to Yowie, and it completely broke my brain, because... As a religious little schoolgirl I never once I was completely appalled I'm sorry but I was completely appalled by the idea of two guys in a relationship because that's all I knew that's all they ever taught me so then all of a sudden I start my friends like you have to watch this and I'm like okay let's (laughs) do it so I start watching it and my whole brain just I'd never been so turned on in my whole life basically wonderful so <laughs> and I mean the the first yaoi that I ever watched was so inappropriate like it was kind of underage and really all that happened was like kissing but it was still kind of questionable mm-hmm. but like I was obsessed with it and I but that was
0: your like first exposure that was my first that. exposure
1: so... and like I bought all of the manga I still have it. <laughs> gonna read it all the time I haven't for a couple years but still i have it
0: can you name the manga
1: it's loveless okay um i watch i think it's like i think there's only like 12 episodes and this was back when you watched part one and part two on youtube and the dub like the quality was terrible and um you know the subtitles and all that so, like, this was back in like 2007, maybe even earlier. And I don't know. It just, like, my heart, I remember sitting there watching the episode. My heart was racing. I had what I would consider a female boner, where it's just like <laughs> a lady boner, a lady boner, yeah, yeah. where like everything is just like mad tight and just like you feel like you're going to explode. And I don't know. I got obsessed with Yowie. And then, as I, me and my friend would write stories with each other where she would like write as one character and I would write as the other. And like we were writing about things that I had never experienced before or like knew really anything about. Like I didn't know anything about a a dick or what they looked like. What
2: that character knew.
1: Or how exactly. Or like how like coming worked. Like I didn't know any of that. But I, still know I quickly found this. out <laughs> from this person and just like constantly writing and that's how I started my whole journey with writing basically was because of her okay. introducing me to this topic. So then I started reading like tons of fan fiction and basically that's how I learned about sex because <coughs> my religious ass parents weren't really teaching me about it and to be honest, the topic made me so uncomfortable that I kind of resisted allowing them to teach it to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because I was like, I don't want to hear about sex, especially not from you. You know, that makes I'll sense. just figure because it out of all myself. The
2: previous, yeah, you know, ingraining and not brainwashing, but brainwashing. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Neat. Yeah. So, about the same time that I moved here, I started drawing again. And as you will remember, I was originally drawing comics about P in the first mm-hmm, place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think as I fell in love with anime, as I fell in love with yaoi or just gay erotica, I found myself at that door again, like, thinking about P. Here we are. So...
2: <laughs> was did it, did it come back no pun intended like a flood of memories or did it just kind of slowly creep in i mean like when you started to
0: draw was that like the first thing that you wanted to draw yeah
2: you're like oh my god because i've had those epiphanies about my youth like oh man i remember i had i don't know where i buried this memory but here (laughs) it comes in full force Right there back at the forefront so I just went wondering about that did you have like a, an epiphany moment or was it gradual?
1: I honestly don't remember mm-hmm. it don't just work. came back yeah. it was just there like hey remember me yeah. and I was just kind of like yeah I mean I'm trying not to <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, and, but it, you know so
2: <laughs> but now I mean you're able to explore it in a healthy positive way I
1: freaking love it now. <laughs>
2: So, you know, you're, you're replacing those negative <laughs> memories. I mean, you were able to first, you know, move away from the building itself. I mean, having to go to that same school where you had that horrific memory and that trauma and having to you know, possibly pass by that room often, it must have been a weight yeah. off your shoulders to, to move almost.
1: I mean, to be honest, what happened was like I freaked out mm-hmm. about it in the second grade. Nothing happened after that. Nothing right. was said to me, my teacher never brought it up. Yeah. My parents never confronted me. <sighs> so I think it was probably just like, uh, okay, well, this is weird. My student <laughs> was looking at P, whatever. And or maybe she just didn't even know. Yeah. I don't know. It never so like once I decided I'm done with it, I just cut it off, yeah. packed it away. Yeah. And it just like never really came back up until um I don't, I don't even know how or when. I just think one day I was like, okay, but like pee. And <laughs> then I started watching videos and then it was just like, oh, you. so there's something about this that you really like. And it just kind of went from there. And okay. it started like with a fascination of like desperation and not being able to fight back your own body and just like losing control mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now it's just like it's warm and it's like pelting right against your, your clit it feels fucking good okay so it just feels so good when it like touches certain areas like on your upper thighs or just like the lips of your vagina like, I don't know it just for whatever reason it just like lights me on fire and i'm just like i love this feeling all right and it i don't know it's is it
2: specifically related to the the crotch region
1: yeah i like okay. i like i don't want my face to be pissed on or cuz i feel like that's degrading okay. but like i mean if you're into that more power to you sure and
2: cuz honestly that is a lot of the the water sports that i've seen is usually and it's, a I mean, lot it's of it. usually a male centric yeah. thing yeah, to where it it's is, de- it is in- intended to degrade whoever is on the opposite end of it, but obviously there's a power dynamic uh, to receive it. You know, you're know, you feeling good about it, so what have you? Uh, but yeah, it's... If it's related to your crotch...
1: I mean, if okay. it's touching my crotch, I'm diggity down. <laughs> good, yeah. All right. All right. It feels good. <laughs> but, like, I don't want <clears throat> it. I... Sometimes I see it as, like, a power dynamic kind of thing. And, but, I don't know. For me, it's, like, this weird thing that you're sharing that you would never really share your piss with anybody normally. Yeah. You would never even think about that. Oh,
0: yeah. So. It's kind of, it's like sharing a part of yourself with somebody.
1: And it's, like, you're incredibly (laughs) vulnerable. Yeah. To be... Getting it ends. and yeah, yeah, to be yeah, giving yeah, yeah, yeah. it. And if, I don't know, like, if you're kissing at the same time while it happens, that's like a whole other ballpark of pleasure right there. That,
2: would I would imagine, <laughs> takes some practice. Because <laughs> to be able to pee in a designated area while I'm kissing, I mean, all while sober, all bets are off. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. So, <laughs> uh. It's like driving with your eyes closed. I mean, you're gonna sway. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah.
1: Well, like, I'll hold it. You just <laughs> oh, gotta go. Oh, shit!
2: Yeah. Even better. Okay, yeah, I didn't even I'll, think about
1: up.
0: that. I'll be the director. Fuck!
1: <laughs> I'll direct you
0: don't have it. to drive. Game go ahead me. and close your eyes. Fuck, Somebody spirit. else is driving. Just
1: kiss me and piss. I'll take control. <laughs> Man.
2: Okay. I don't right. you know what well, I, mean? I, I think I need to change the subject, because <laughs> I never even thought about someone else holding my dick while I pee. That's just... <laughs> I it's a whole new world that's fucking heaven i
1: imagine I, it feels incredible I,
0: it's got you fuck all right i'm gonna I, try it i'm, I'm gonna convert all of you is, is to just, water sports yeah discovering new kinks for ourselves <laughs> just... like now every time that i andreas that's my husband by the way uh <laughs> <laughs> will you hold my dick while i pee
1: <laughs> maybe. maybe he, didn't say he no. said
0: maybe. Yes. He didn't say no. He said yes. maybe. So
2: you're saying let the record a show. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. This was all me. <laughs>
2: awesome. So like, uh... I need to call my wife for right now. <laughs> I need you to hold home. my dick while I piss. Just take a shower. <laughs> so, all right. Up until like last month, uh, <laughs> I thought my so uh, when. When we first started dating, like, I, I we showered together and I, I peed in the shower. And I think that she gave me, I guess I, I thought I interpret, I guess I must have interpreted it wrong because she did not want me peeing in the shower, is what I thought. Um, now I've come to realize that she doesn't give a shit as long as I'm not peeing on her. So, and I was, I never intended to pee on her because not, <laughs> she's not into that. Now, if she gets into that, sure, I'll pee on her. I don't care. But, um, yeah, she, when she admitted that she peed in the shower last month, I'm like, wait a minute. Why would you get all mad when I peed in the shower? And It was a whole... It was just a...
0: Uh, uh, I love this misunderstanding. It was and, then, and then for her to be like, no, I was just angry because you peed on me. Right, and I didn't even pee on her. Like, it wasn't even close. I,
2: I don't even know how to explain it, but... Regardless... Just like,
1: first of all, reconsider.
2: Right? <laughs>
1: because it feels so good. <laughs>
2: now, when... Okay. Now, let's, let's go ahead and talk about the shower dynamic. I assume... Okay.
1: Let's talk about it. Has,
2: has, have you been peed on in the shower?
1: Yes, I have been. Okay.
2: <laughs> now, while the... I assume the water is going to be hot while you're showering? Yeah. Okay. How can you differentiate the pee from the hot water?
1: Okay. So, my... The boyfriend that would do this to me was quite tall. Okay. And... Um, he could basically block all the, the water. Yeah. So what would happen was he would be standing like directly under the stream of shower water, mm-hmm, and like in front of it, blocking yeah. the stream from hitting me. Right. I'm back against the shower wall, mm-hmm. leg up to receive. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. And um, in the target zone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I would make him kiss me, and then I would hold his dick and aim it wherever I wanted it and he would piss and that's, that's how it happened
2: did he was there any kind of prep work that went into this like did you make sure he drank a lot of water oh, first yeah.
1: I mean it was a it <clears throat> was a game
2: you stay well hydrated
1: you know like we'd go out to we'd go out to eat beforehand and he would like wink at me and then be like can i get a refill and stuff like that like, nice. i love that it's yeah, excellent I love water sports oh. is amazing and let wow. me just tell you like everyone just join me right now <laughs> were
0: you ever at a point where like if he had to use the restroom would you be like wait hold it yes wait for later
1: i mean i would get mad okay so i'm he would be like i have to shit." And then I would get upset because that meant he was going to pee at the same time.
0: Yep. It's really hard to shit and not pee. I know. It is so hard. But I would yeah. get upset
1: because it would be like egging me on all day. Like, let me get this water. Let me get this sweet tea. And then it would be like, I got to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, no. That's mine. What are you doing? <laughs> you know.
0: Would you like make him pee on you before he shad?
1: No. He, well, that's
0: nice of you. He
1: was a very... He wasn't a team player. Oh. You know, he would get so angry when I would get upset. And, you know, I wasn't like detrimentally angry, but I was like, but that's mine," You know, Right. whiny. Rightfully
2: so. Yeah, yeah. Being
1: a little whiny about it. Because like, you guys got to understand, we didn't have a lot of sex in this relationship. And I am a very sexually driven person. I'm the kind of person that needs sex. Like, I would have sex every night if I could with my significant other if whenever they show up in my life my hope is that we would have a very intimate physical relationship as well as emotional and like mental mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like i'm looking for the whole package yeah yeah so That's you the know your
2: situation yeah.
1: mm-hmm. since his libido was so low because of his medication and just because like We were terrified I'd get pregnant and, you know, just stuff like that. Pee became very important because it was like, well, I can't get it up, but I can piss on you, so let's do that. Or you're on your period, so let me piss on you. And it it helped to fill a void. Sure. That was left because we weren't having as much sex as I craved. Yeah. So...
0: This I is,
1: had a question. This is kind that of was remarkable. an honest yeah, truth. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Is, I was ready I mean, to... This is beautiful.
0: I mean, I, this is... Uh, the way that all of this is coming together... Yeah, this is this an is... amazing fucking episode. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. This is brilliant. Um, I, yeah, it's...
2: Okay, so... I can't remember what I was i was going to ask because I have just so many questions. Um, And thank you very much for sharing all this in general. Yeah. Um, so, a quick filler just to, while I get all my thoughts kind of organized, the way I was introduced to the word Yowie was through a customer at GameStop. Uh, We had a a regular customer who discovered went to various GameStops and various other retail places, and I coincidentally met somebody else who knew this person. Um, And it was discovered through conversation that, that this customer specifically wrote uh, Inuyasha Yaoi uh, fan fiction. Hell yeah. And so I, when, I I would look very forward to seeing him the next time he came into the store so I could ask him about it.
1: Wait, it was a guy?
2: It was a guy. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, uh, it was a guy. Good and, on you, bro. And he comes in and I ask him, so, like, hey, uh, I, I heard you wrote a fan fiction. About Inuyasha, and his eyes lit up. And there, I did not fathom that this would be his reaction. But there were there was a family in the store at the time. Um, just a just a stereotypical mother, father, and two small two and a half kids. Okay. <laughs> and he says. Yowie is gay porn. He's, he yells that at the top of his lungs. He is very excited about it. And the family's just like, all right, it's time to go. It's, it's, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, you know, that's fine, but you can't just go yelling that out in the middle of, in, in public. So, and then we talked about it, and it was a good time, but... <laughs> That was my introduction to the word Yaoi.
0: <laughs> At least he got right to the point. Yeah, he no. Yeah. That was his immediate. There were no like. There was no
2: way he could confuse Yaoi is gay porn. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thank you, sir. <laughs> um, but who's um, water sports, man.
1: Yeah, it's pretty great. You should try. So, I'm just saying.
2: I always, I always. Oh, that, to... that was my question. I'm oh, sorry.
1: Okay.
0: So, why would you
2: ask? Uh, because some of this. Uh, water play and water sports has to do with with urinating on yourself. Uh, is there any kind of age play that you've
1: associated with it? Oh gosh, um, sometimes, yeah.
2: Okay, and if it, it's if you don't want to discuss it, that's. The,
1: I mean, we the, can talk about it. It's fine. I, I mean, I've already outed myself yeah, as a here. piss whore so and the blowjob okay. queen so i might as well just, so just go down this of, path tip. breaker of
2: chains mother of dragons piss whore
1: I,
0: Piss whore actually sounds like a great name for a band yeah like that that is a great name for a band just saying what kind of age play uh, came with that
1: i'm about to out some big secrets here I guess
0: this is a podcast with benefits exclusive. I
1: mean, I really enjoy diapers on occasion. Okay, that shit feels amazing. All right. Um, that's so embarrassing. No, it's <laughs> no, it's not. It's uh, but it's
2: embarrassing because we have you know we've made it embarrassing as a society. I mean, it, it is again. Is anyone holding a gun to your head, putting a diaper on you, forcing you to pee in this diaper? No. Unless you're into that, (laughs) unless you're like, like, would you please make me put this diaper on? I'm gonna act like I don't want to.
0: It wouldn't be the first time that I knew somebody who enjoyed the idea of having a gun put against their head and being forced to do things.
2: But so yeah, if you enjoy the diaper and if you enjoy pissing in it, fucking right on, hell yeah, lean into it and enjoy it. I do. Um, (laughs) Do you have to like create a, I, I, I imagine it's much like when. The first time a young man has to buy tampons for his girlfriend, there's that awkward, like, I'm buying tampons
0: at the checkout. Did you make your boyfriend buy diapers for you? When you've
2: acquired, I assume, adult diapers.
1: So the diaper thing is kind of recent. Okay. I mean, I never made my boyfriend do that at the time. Okay. I don't think he would have been very accepting of that. Oh. Um. I mean, maybe he's pretty accepting about everything, so maybe I'm wrong. But um, yeah, I really enjoy self checkout. Okay. Um, yeah. tend to bet go better, nice. yeah. <laughs> tend to go late at night. I have only bought them on two occasions, and the second time I had a coupon. Nice. And they were free. Hey. So. Shit. Yeah. So it's kind of like a special occasion kind of thing, when. I'm super stressed out. It's kind of like a reward thing almost. Okay. Which I guess is kind of weird but I don't know. No, it's like like
0: treat
2: yourself. Yeah. Yeah, That's a great way to have I mean, I I would never I I could well I I suppose I should but I don't put those kind of like goals or or, you know like rewards at the end of the tunnel for me. I'm just very much about immediate gratification like if I want something I go do it you know, right now and that kind of could take away something special from it. I mean, if I if I'm looking forward to it, I can build up to it. And, anyways, so
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, would you like to? do you mind going more into this this ritual then?
1: Well, I'm. I don't even really know what to say about it. Okay. Usually, I have to be like high, like I'll smoke pot, mm-hmm. and then everything is like super intense because i'm high okay and then just
2: do you smoke regularly or
1: um i have been recently but i'm trying to stop okay. because i'm in this situation where i'm really close to finishing a program at school and i need to be able to pass a drug test yeah. so i i'm doing it at a time when i should not be but i quit today actually okay Good so luck. congratulations thanks Friday the 13th was my the day that I decided I'm not doing this anymore. So, hopefully okay. I can stick to it for a while. But I'll usually whatever I've ever ex- like experimented with them, I was always high and I don't know. Like what exactly do you want to know?
2: If if there <laughs> is a a ritual to it yeah like can you
0: take like, us through the process yeah yeah
1: so like walk us through it. the last thing that I did was like I've been writing a lot of piss porn mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so that gets me very excited as I write it because I'm in the zone and I'm usually when I write I'm high so that makes it even more intense and I can see everything very vividly in my mind so I'm just kind of, like, pouring my heart and pussy into some yeah. writing. Yeah. And then um, I was like, okay, I feel like wearing a diaper because why not? So I got up, put one on, um, got back in bed, drank a bunch of water, and then, like, I don't like to be in the bed when it happens because if I, I don't want to leak. Sure. Like, that's terrifying to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to wet the bed. So, and I don't want to get myself used to pissing in the bed because I don't want to wake up to right. a wet bed. Like, I don't want to have an accident. So, I. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's like this fascination with like carpet that comes with my kink that I don't really understand. But, like, if I see. Like, if I watch a video of, like, a guy pissing on a carpet and just, like, leaving this big spot behind, that fucks up my brain. So, I love it. In a good way? Yeah, in a good way. So, I just, like, stand at, like, the foot of my bed or I'll get into some kind of sexy position that feels weird and crazy to be pissing in that position. And then I just piss.
2: Okay. (laughs) And then what do you, do you, okay, how long are you in the diaper before you pee?
1: Um, It depends. Okay.
2: And how long do you keep the diaper on after you pee?
1: Well, that depends too.
2: And the fact that we're using the, the word
0: depends. i not going <laughs> noted. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Um, do you, so, before, during, or after this process, are you masturbating, or is this, Strictly a, a urination sensation.
1: Well, I really like the sensation of the urination, um, but there's th- the last couple of times I've definitely masturbated afterwards.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just slightly no, embarrassed. No, but thank you. Okay. No,
2: thank you so much for sharing this, <laughs> and and uh, I, I definitely feel very honored uh, to. Yeah, because, like, should. I don't know you. This is my right, first time know. meeting Chris. Absolutely, yeah, right, right, yeah. We've not, we have not met before <laughs> I'm today. I'm just pouring out my whole <laughs> yeah, dirty no. soul here. Absolutely,
1: no, no. <laughs> we're all dirty souls. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I am here for the fetish community. I just want to say it. And we are, yeah, that's,
0: yeah, that's like, why we yeah.
1: If you have a kink that you might not be fully comfortable with, as long as you're not hurting anybody else or yourself. That right there. Treat yourself, you know what I mean? Safe
0: and consensual treat yourself treat yourself fuck yourself i mean if you want
1: to watch that weird video about like popping balloons or stepping on food or whatever it is whatever it is touch yourself and treat yourself yeah just don't hurt anybody else right anybody else
2: who's involved make sure it's consensual and enjoy it really enjoy it and and tell us about it
1: don't be afraid <laughs> yeah, to tell, tell people us. about it i mean tell people... us
0: <laughs> about this
2: <laughs> share it here or you know or or if you want to just and also you know what we should also open that up as well if you want to just write to us and not have it shared on the air just so you can tell somebody yeah we we I, we will never put it on the air we will never put it out for recording if you just need a space that you know somebody will read that yeah. Please we,
0: explicitly tell us that you don't uh, want yeah, us make to. make sure you yeah. <laughs> say please don't. Yeah. But also, we can, you know, if you want to remain anonymous. If you'd yeah. like us to share, be anonymous. Yeah. However you'd like to do it, we're here for you to be that outlet. Please. One one bajillion percent. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And if you are a male who likes water sports and likes peeing in weird places, you should film that shit and <laughs> upload that shit to Pornhub. Or XTube or something because I've basically seen every video at this point and I need some new content, guys. Have you been really on, counting on, on you? This vid, no, uh,
0: I thank recommend you that one. because I will now. Lots of wonderful amateur porn, okay? It's all it's like the YouTube of porn, yes, <laughs> really good, excellent. So this vid, thank you. The only thing that sucks is sometimes you have to have videos like some people you like send people friend requests and you have access to private videos. And sometimes you have to have your own videos before that unlocks for you, depending on their profile settings. So you might have to make some videos of your own as well. So
1: that is something I might, I might just take that risk and do it.
2: I was genuinely concerned you were gonna wrap up this session. Like I've got to go home right now. Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> and check out going. this vid. I I've
1: Gotta go. Bye. No, I'm still here. <laughs> wonderful i'm staying Good. we're not done yet
2: so and we aren't because we honestly didn't even talk about the fan fiction we were yeah, we, right
0: yeah. in the water sports yeah well, well I, you you mentioned that you you have so you've written fan fiction about these supernatural characters yes i have uh, regarding the water sports specifically yes i have uh, why dean over sammy
1: <laughs> because i'm a dean girl okay because they have a You're more so profound... you so Because I'm a deep girl. All right, fuck. I didn't realize Because Castiel and Dean have a specific dynamic. They do. They have a more profound bond. Okay. And, like, have you watched this season? I haven't. Uh, yeah, okay, well, some big behind. shit happens in, in yep. episode 15, 18. Okay. So hold All on right. to your hats. All right. If y'all ain't watched it yet, just hold on to your hats. Okay.
0: And let your significant other hold on to your penis. penis.
1: Yes, while you you urinate.
0: (laughs) Specifically while you urinate.
1: (laughs) So let's talk about the fan fiction. Yeah. It's called Kidnapped.
2: Okay.
1: It's on a website called um, Archive of Our Own.
2: I've heard of that website.
1: And you should definitely read it and leave me the nicest comment you can muster up because this is near and dear to my heart. And I just... Take it so seriously, even though it is literally a piss-fic. <laughs> I still... I put way too much time and effort into it for what it is. And a lot of people in the... Because, like, there's just not enough justice, okay? There's so many people who write fan fiction about water sports that is so incredible. And then there are... <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know if the microphone can pick it up, but there's a toilet flushing in the background. It's, it's, it's appropriate. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what was I saying? There's just like, there's some fanfiction that is so good and it just like tickles you in the right way and you're, you're done. Okay. But there are also so many fanfics where like the buildup is there. You get to the, the big P
0: and then it's just,
1: and it's over. It's like, and then he peed. It's like one sentence, end. yeah. Yeah. And it's like, oh, what? No. I've experienced a
0: lot of that. No, and it's awful.
1: absolutely not. You can't just like musically bring me up to the climax and then be like, and then he peed the end. No,
2: no, That's no. It.
1: And if you read Kidnapped on AO3, you will find that that is not what happens in my stories. Absolutely not.
2: Is it an ongoing serial? Yes. Okay.
1: Um, on... You couldn't
2: just pick up from any episode. You, could, do you Should I read the entire, you know, its entirety?
1: You should read the entire thing, Chris.
2: Okay. You <laughs> should read the entire okay. thing. And so uh, should uh, everyone how listening. How much uh, have you written? How many volumes are there?
1: So, um, on 11-11 I posted chapter 7.
2: Okay. Roughly how many pages are each chapter?
1: This chapter 7 was 5 pages.
2: Oh, that's not bad. I can both
1: that. But it's a Two-parter. So Good I wrote timer. seven part one. I'm working on seven part two at right now. It's almost done.
2: How long does it take you to put out a concert?
1: It, it depends. <laughs> it depends on, like, like if I can smoke, then I can write. But so I might have
2: a little break for a while.
1: Yes. But I'm trying really hard to get away from smoking. So... I mean, it I've been teaching myself to write without pot, Good. but Good. it's it's just not the same when you're high. Every You're just there. You can see everything. And I'm not condoning it. And if if anybody out there is trying to walk away from it and they're struggling, please don't let this trigger you. And I'm sorry to bring it up, but it's just different when you're high and you're reading something. It's just I just feel like I'm there and I can see everything vividly. And it's easier for me to just pour out my soul into this writing, and then you know sometimes the next day I'll come back to it sober and be like, none of this makes sense. But and the, the concept can is The could be said the other
2: way. I mean, you know, if you write it sober and then you read it high, it could be it's about being in that mindset, right? But I mean, I encourage anybody who writes to just write all the time, whether yes. they're high or they're sober, whether they think that they're putting out crap. Whether while they're writing and they feel it's crap, keep going. Keep pushing. Because you're not going to write a masterpiece every time. You're not going to paint a perfect, beautiful picture every single time. It's about quantity. And through that comes the practice and the, the quality.
0: All of the world's greatest composers composed a shit ton of music. So and they're much. usually only famous for a handful of pieces.
2: We And we live in a society to where you only see... The results, you know, whether it's a musical artist, you know, you, you see what they have decided to publish. They've got just libraries full of crap that they'll never release until they're dead and their relatives are trying to cash in on something. And that's <laughs> when, you know, all, their, all the hidden tracks come out. Um, you know, painters paint over things. Right. Um, there's so much that you don't see. And then on social media, you only see like people's vacation photos. You don't see a photo of me sitting in my living room doing nothing. That's what I do every day. I sit in my living room. I do nothing. I take photos of the, the things I want to remember in those greatest hits. I digress. Write all the fucking time. Sober. high. I will read it if you keep writing it.
1: Oh, well, I'm not going to stop. I've got at least 26 chapters planned out. Shit. There's, there's a lot of pent-up... Piss that's just inside of me. <laughs> can
0: you can you share like a like a brief summary or? Like... Well,
1: first I wanted to say, going off of what he said, um, if you're writing and you are a little bit unsure about how good your writing is, look for a beta is what I would recommend. Number one, I would say what I did.
0: What is a beta? yeah? Please explain
1: that. A beta is basically somebody who reads your work and then they go through and they correct it like grammar they correct your grammar and they can give you feedback so my beta is this girl that lives in Mississippi <laughs> and she and I I posted my story I just went for it and which is another thing if you have something that's complete even if you don't think it's that great just post it is something I would say and then what I did was I posted it and then I put in the story like at the very end I'm looking for a beta I need somebody to just help correct like give me like grammar corrections and also feedback on the topic and she's absolutely wonderful like she's she just like talks me down from cliffs basically because like I had comments come in on my latest chapter where they were like complaining about a certain aspect of the story that i didn't do and i was like oh shit i don't know why i didn't do this but then she was like no everything's fine like every, the way it's written is perfect you don't need to redo it so like she's talked me down from ledges just having that
2: voice of reason yeah she's outside just of your own head. Yeah.
1: yeah and just ha- like i was feeling really crappy about my work and when i so i was just like i couldn't finish the chapter i couldn't find it in myself to write anymore but i had written like the majority of like what i call the wedding scene wedding not oh. wedding <laughs> oh, oh
0: i was like they get married <laughs> no wedding
1: the okay. wedding that See? makes sense that makes sense um and so i was just just send it to her you know i was just like just let her read it and give me feedback and she told me that it was the best one I best chapter I'd written so far Man. and it was just like little things like that that made me go okay maybe I really am onto something here and maybe it really is important for me to share this with the world and I've never really read a fan fiction quite like the one that I'm writing so please I just want to put it out there
0: please tell us the premise
1: okay So we've talked about this.
0: I know that we've talked about this. And I think, I I legitimately think this is brilliant.
1: Honestly, you're not the only person that's told me this. So I really feel like I struck gold. I don't know how I came up with this either. So the premise is, is Castiel is a rain cloud angel. And what that means is, is that it's his job to put rain into clouds. And he does this. By pissing in the clouds. Sure. And I see his piss as being rainwater, basically. Okay. I write it as it's clear. I imagine it doesn't have a taste or a smell. Or I also describe that it dries incredibly quickly and that it doesn't stain.
0: The perfect piss. Basically. <laughs> the... Yeah. <laughs> uh, I,
2: I I would be remiss if I didn't point out the way in which you listed those things. You listed first the colour, but then you listed then the, the taste. taste first. Before yeah. stench. Before smell, which is what most people would associate with the urine would be the smell. But something I wouldn't have even fathomed was be the level to which it dried. The, the time
1: Yeah, I really put a lot of thought into that. In no, this. that's
0: and that's what that is glorious. Yeah. That is that is true passion. She is writing the Gran Turismos of fan fiction.
2: Gran Turismo being like the pinnacle of Grand automobile Br- racing Pissed video games. For those who don't know. But that is neither here nor there. I'm just impressed by the level of detail and the the passion with which you have thus far. And I'm not even, I haven't even heard the whole thing. Please keep going.
1: <laughs> well, thank you for the feedback. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he is a... I call him a storm cloud angel, not a rain cloud, storm cloud. Mm. So, definitely sounds more badass. Yeah, for sure. 100%. So, chapter one, he is just floating along in the clouds, minding his own business. I imagine that they doing his business. No, not quite. Um, No, I imagine that storm cloud angels do quite a lot of sleeping and quite a lot of pissing. And not really much else. <laughs> because you're just kind of laying around in the sky all day, filling clouds. So, you know what I mean? There's not yeah. really much else to do. Yeah. He's also mute. He doesn't speak in the story. And I don't know why. I feel like if you're in the clouds doing a specific job, they have no reason to speak. Mm-hmm and it would be weird if there were these creatures in the sky making sounds that you heard all the time so they're silent i don't know he just doesn't speak and um so he's laying around in the clouds um i went ahead and explored what it would be like for him to urinate in a cloud so that the audience would know what he's used to um and then a demon comes along and sees him well, what happens is it's this main demon, Crowley, who okay, is who is sure. <laughs> who is selling angels of any kind to his clients. So Crowley has this like superpower almost where he can look at a person and he just knows their sins is how I wrote it. So basically he looks at Dean and he's like, well, you got a, you got a piss kink and you're fighting your sexuality. So I'm going to get you a male uh, storm cloud angel. One happy customer. So he kidnaps Cat. Well, he sends some goonies out to kidnap Cass from the clouds. And they, like, shoot an arrow at his cloud with some kind of magic in it that makes him fall towards the earth. They catch him in this bag that um, blocks his grace so he can't get out of the bag. And then he's just, and then each chapter it progresses to like, he is in, he wakes up in hell where Crowley is and then Crowley then later sells him to Dean and then we explore like what a typical day would look like when they first come together for chapter (sighs) four and then- Um, chapter five is, I don't even know if I remember all of it, but like, basically I just use Castiel as a way to explore basically every nook and cranny of the water sports kink.
2: That's wonderful. That's great. (laughs) It's a, it's yeah. And you can even, you can plan it out and map it out. When yes. when you're writing, I mean, so right, uh, you've got several chapters planned. Yeah. Um.
1: So many. It's ridiculous. When
2: when I do, would do writing, I haven't done it for. A, I haven't picked up a, a pen for a while, but it would come, kind of, uh, naturally. It would just kind of flow from me. Again, no pun intended with our subject matter. There's a lot of. Great puns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, it, would, it would just kind wonderful. of come out um, on the spot. Like, I'm, I'm a very impromptu, improv y kind of guy. And I might have a destination in mind, but yeah, how I get there is going to be different. It could be different from day to day and moment to moment. What's your process like? For writing? Yeah.
1: Well, I make time for it, which is very important um i so i have two processes because i write in two different ways i write with a person who lives in pennsylvania um and she's fantastic we just we do what's called rp which is she writes one character i write the other
2: i role playing role playing mm-hmm. yes
1: um and it's it's great and it keeps me writing all day long so even on days where i don't write my personal fan fiction I am still writing, and I can't say I haven't written that day because I have. And. Um,
2: now, are you always in RP mode when when you write to this person? Are you always a character, or do you start with yourself and then like, okay, now we'll role play?
1: So we role play as Dean and Castiel. Right. I write as Dean. Okay. She writes as Cass, and um, we write from the time that she gets up in the morning, which is about seven o'clock until the time she goes to bed which is about 9:30. And um, it's pretty consistent all throughout the day. Wow. And, and it's it,
2: just solely this role playing relationship?
1: Yes, but it's not all sex. It's something I want to stress. Like we actually are I writing I didn't even
2: think it was. Until I mean,
1: moment. <laughs> I mean, I don't really care if you think if you had thought that. I just yeah. wanted to say that like we write out scenarios like we make the characters go on dates and we you know she's not really into writing the sexual aspect as much as i am when because when i write that's the main thing i want to write is sex so i think that's mostly my process when i'm by myself is like i will have like all like a storyline and like characters and like the universe all made up in my head and then i'll have a sex scene that works so i basically write around that if that makes sense like like i'll write the sex and then i will build the story out from it
2: it's like goal setting i mean you have your goal and then you write the steps to get there and you sometimes in reverse order but yes it's
1: it's like a web yeah. I'd start with the sex and I just kind of build my way out. I don't know how I how in the world I came up with a mute rain cloud angel. I don't know how that came to me, but I just knew that I wanted a certain type of dynamic between the two characters, so I
2: you got there. I
1: got it. Yeah, it got it, it came to me.
2: Can we put a link on More Than Friends? Uh, I can put a link in the
0: show notes. Okay. So anyone who's listening to the podcast, if you look at the show notes, um, I don't know if it's clickable on Spotify, but at least on Apple Podcasts it'll be clickable. Um, But there should be a link uh, directly to the fan fiction. So you can click that. It'll take you right right there. Probably link to Chapter 1. Or is there like a hub? I don't know. Again, we've got to pick it up from the beginning. You can't just...
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: but like, I mean, is there like a like a profile hub, or should we link directly to chapter one? Is what? Well, so so
1: it, it'll link directly to chapter one.
0: Okay. So the link will be to chapter one of the story. Um, and I mean, so you told me about the story, and I, admittedly, don't know too much about supernatural as a show. But the reason why I enjoyed the story when you were explaining it to me is, I think conceptually it's it's brilliant because it takes something every day and it recontextualizes it into the kink and i i mean every day you can go outside look up in the sky or most days and you'll see a cloud (laughs) and the the idea of taking the process of a cloud uh filling with precipitation um and then bursting like there's on so many levels
2: and also every day you're gonna
0: urinate yeah i mean there's that too (laughs) there's that too uh if you're if you're healthy and hydrated if you don't don't piss (laughs) at least once a day you probably see a doctor uh but like i i think what's what's so great about the story is i think Part of what makes stories compelling is our ability to insert ourselves into that story mm-hmm. Like that's why Harry Potter for example I think is so successful because people insert themselves into the different houses, and you know, they can really the, the circumstances, it. and uh, Because we experience some of the phenomenon in the story on a, a semi-regular basis it kind of allows us to Uh, think about those things but then you are sort of like shifting the meaning of those things and uh, i i think that is awesome and i also think that uh the fact that you're exploring exploring all sides of this kink as well and coming up with the scenarios to to sort of explore those and and help other people explore those potentially Mm -hmm. uh that's really cool as somebody who doesn't have this kink and as somebody who is detached from the i guess the franchise that it's based off of uh it's still compelling to me because it's a way for me to explore these experiences in a way that is also at least vaguely familiar it's not completely foreign so it's accessible as well as uh i guess deep <laughs> uh, but I, I just i i think it's awesome I truly think it's 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 a really cool concept.
1: Well thank you.
0: <laughs>
2: and just from the way you're describing it, I mean I assume that I mean the metaphor for the kink is is not only overt by the rain clouds, but then it becomes very specific through their relationship. It's no longer a metaphor, it's just a lot of then it becomes water sports or does it stay is it spoiler territory? No. Yeah, right? I don't wanna I, I don't want to spoil it I don't think so. Okay. Okay.
1: I mean, I don't really see it that seriously because, like, it's, you know, it, I don't even know. Can you repeat the question? So,
2: essentially, I mean, the, you know, there is the, the water clouds, uh, you know, and, and the, the rain that comes from them is, is urine. So, there's the, the, uh, the metaphor of, of clouds and rain being, being pissed on there. Um, does that carry on throughout? Is there just a, overarching, like, always rain happening uh, and or also does the relationship shift to one of them peeing directly onto the other person?
1: Um, well, I never really thought that deeply about the actual, like, clouds being urine. I, I don't even know how that completely skipped me. But it does kind of sound like the universe taking a piss on you.
2: Wow. <laughs> I hope that you enjoy the next time it rains a little bit more. Well, I have time. been for the last couple of months. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but Because
2: um, sometimes in the summertime there's that warm rain, and it feels nice. It feels good. Maybe well, I should. I, I <laughs> Here's the that. thing. Yeah.
1: Weather is so much like a good fan fiction sometimes. Like, you have those days where you can just see the storm building all throughout the day. And it's hot and it's muggy and it's gross because there's a storm coming Mm -hmm. and it's forming all day and the clouds are getting real thick and real heavy and it's just building up over time. And then the next thing you know, there's this huge release. It's finally cold outside. Everything feels really nice. It smells really good. Like, you know, it's a nice relief after... The sky has been holding it all day.
0: It's a climax.
1: It's a climax. Sure, absolutely. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it does later translate more. Because, okay. So, in the story, when Cass pisses into a cloud, it, like, activates the cloud. So, it gets warm. There's, like... He's, like, thrusting into it, so there's, oh. like, nah, some electricity going on.
0: That's the the friction. So, like, okay. lightning. Okay. And then... I'm really excited to read this.
1: This causes, like, thunder, you know, because... Oh, my voice. There's thunder and lightning, so... And then, when he... I mean, do you want me to tell you if you're going to read I, it?
2: I, no, 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 yeah, don't tell me, don't tell me. Yeah, yeah, don't. Please, please okay. let me... The way you describe things, the way you just describe the the weather, I'm I'm.
1: He's hooked already. Guys. Yeah, I'm
2: chomping a bit to to read this. It
0: changes things. I like it. it genuinely, <clears throat> it makes me reconsider weather. Like it's just I, I like how now yeah, that, that is.
2: I mean, I, I've not not in so many wonderful words, but that, that is very true of of the weather. It, it is very much. A, a a sexually charged event. I mean, anything where there's so much buildup, a great whether it's a great story, whether it's a sexual climax, what whatever it is, there is that. You see it, you feel it. It's building, and it just before it hits, I mean, you just can't fucking take it anymore. And neither can fucking nature, and it happens.
1: Yes, and you're
2: even though it, you're getting fucking rained on you're happy it's happening yes. because you've been seeing it happen all day and it's finally
1: <laughs> there. Yes. 100%. So it's it's true. And so so like I have this job where I'm sitting outside in a shack basically. I'm a security guard and I sit in a like I said a little shack and basically it's just like this big open sky out around me and a parking lot. And so I find myself watching the weather a lot. True. Sure. And, you know, in the summer or in, in, like, early spring, you get these, like, showers that I just explained where it's, like, a buildup all day. And when it finally starts to rain, you just feel, like, the relief of Mm -hmm. the sky. And so, I don't know, it just...
2: You're breathing with the universe, yeah.
1: It just translated into this storm cloud angel thing.
2: How long have you been writing this?
1: I started writing it, I think... January of this year. Wow. But I I never really finished my thought. So, basically what I was trying to say was, like, Castiel gets used to being rewarded by the clouds in a sexual way. Because, like, his, his dick is inside of it. It's warm. It's hot. There's thrusting. He's used to being rewarded for doing his job. So, when he gets yanked out of this world... And thrown into this new one. And his only function is to piss and sleep. Suddenly everything is incredibly confusing. And he doesn't know when it's okay and when it's not. And so he has to... And like Dean is touching him sexually. So there's that whole aspect to it. Which is like confusing for him because a reward comes from filling a cloud. Mm-hmm. So you have that whole ordeal. <laughs> so it so it becomes a very sexual thing between the two characters because in a way that's exactly what Castiel is used to. The,
2: the I I'd have to read this because <laughs>
1: everyone should read it. Everyone listening. Everyone.
2: I mean the way that you're taking Castiel and for putting him in a situation where he doesn't know right from wrong and you know he, you're allowing somebody to explore this kink through Castiel's eyes because it's he's he's new to the world so good on you Thanks. do you have any kind of writing background I mean did you just pick up a pen did you have you taken classes
1: I mean everything I told you on I've, I, ha, I did take a writing class when I was going to the Art Academy of Cincinnati um I took one class it was okay at best um But basically what happened was I moved to Independence. I met that girl. She introduced me to Yowie. We started writing it. And then basically from that day forward in the eighth grade, I've just been writing. Okay. And I, I mean, I'll have to get your guys' feedback, but I think I'm really fucking good at what I do.
2: Just from your description, I'm I'm intrigued to read it. Well, I mean... And i it's done neither of the, you know, normally fan fiction wouldn't intrigue me to read and normally water sports. I mean, I'm interested to, to research, but in, through this medium, anyways, I'm in. You
0: got me. So I don't think you even need, I mean, feedback is good, uh, but I don't necessarily think that you need our feedback because from what I hear, it is positively received online.
1: Oh, it's doing great. And I never expected it to because this is such a small niche.
2: It's a very specific. Nature. It's a
1: very specific kink. It is a. It is a very. It's a very specific power dynamic between Cass and Dean. A lot of people prefer <clears throat> that Dean be the bottom, but I'm 100% against that. <laughs> I see Dean as the top completely. I guess. I, to some viewers, or this could be controversial, but...
2: Now, from an, an outsider's perspective to fan fiction, specifically related to Supernatural, I just, just automatically assumed Dean would be the top.
1: Thank you. Because I agree.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, apparently, I'm, I'm in the minority from what you're saying, but... I mean, the levels of, of this, very specific... I mean, like, first, you've got to like Supernatural. Then you've got to like Dean and Cass. Then you have to like <laughs> Dean being a top. then then you you have have to like like water sports sports.
1: yeah Yeah. but like here's the thing (laughs) i had this i believe a girl comment on my story yesterday and she said um that i converted her to the kink she said i read the story because of the tag for bottom castiel but and i wasn't really interested in water sports but now i am because of you And then she put thanks for that in parentheses. (laughs) So if you're listening, you're welcome. And (laughs) also, I'm so sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) On the news in the next week, we're going to be like, there's a sudden rise in water (laughs) stories across the nation.
2: (laughs) Jellyfish stings are down. (laughs)
1: 100%. I just love it so much. And to be able to write about. Such a delicate topic, and to be so well received online. Like at this point, I think it has almost four thousand hits, which means that somebody at least clicked on it four thousand times. Yeah, it's got fifteen bookmarks, which means fifteen people went. You know what? I want to come back (laughs) to this. Come back to this one, yeah. So there is fifteen people out there who are invested in my story. If even. Maybe more. And that just. That's like a small classroom of people. I don't even know if I have 15 friends. Right? At least, like, close friends.
2: Right, no, yeah, in your inner circle, yeah, absolutely. I could not name fifteen.
1: That blows my mind. That makes me so happy, you guys. <laughs> well, maybe you should be plugging us. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I don't know what kind of, yeah,
2: we we can link you, but I think I think you're gonna be doing us more
0: favors.
1: I will definitely link you guys. Yeah,
2: shit.
1: It'll be. Actually,
0: mutual. I'm I'm really excited for the fans of your story to hear your story. You know, yeah. like right. your personal story. Because uh, like it, this whole entire thing and this is this is amazing to me because I, I've known you for a while and I'm learning things and uh, this, is, this has been fascinating for me and one thing that I love about all of this is this seems almost like a this is a redemption story.
1: For me? So,
0: yeah, for you. Oh shit. Uh, this is...
1: Wait. Wait. <laughs> How is this my redemption arc? So, this entire
0: thing I feel like started like your whole entire personal journey it, it was filled with uh like struggle and shame and so much so that you were you were terrified and you put it away and hid it away and did not tell a single person for years for years you, you it to yourself yeah and what now <laughs> i mean look at you now you are celebrated <laughs> online you are you are celebrated online you are putting the story out there you're on a fucking podcast telling people your story that that's fucking amazing that is something to be to be proud of (laughs) not ashamed of
1: i'm so proud
0: like that great good i'm proud of you yeah
1: because (laughs) the thing is is that it made me realize i could write whatever the hell i want and somebody will like it somebody will read it and somebody's gonna be like i just got off so hard to this
2: there's an audience out there yeah
1: Like, there are people out there who've probably never left a comment on my story because maybe they're too ashamed or it's just not their jam to leave comments or they just lurk, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But they still, hopefully, got a good tingle from something that I wrote, you know what I mean? I don't know. Just, like, I've always wanted to go and write these stories, but then, like, my kink will start like poking at me like, why don't you write some piss in this story? And I'm like, well, I want to have a bigger audience and I don't just want to be pandering to a certain amount of people. Mm -hmm. So it really meant a lot to me that this girl said that she read my story despite the kink and decided to stick around and even seize a little bit of the appeal of what it is that I'm trying to write.
2: I wouldn't consider it pandering because you're writing about something you're passionate about. If you're pandering, you are leaning into it with the intent of captivating that specific audience. But you're just, I think you're, I mean, I, I could be wrong, I don't know, I'm not you, but I think you're just <laughs> writing out of the passion for the subject and, and the like of, you know, whether it's cathartic or not, you enjoy writing about it. Yeah. So, I mean, pandering seems to have a negative connotation. I wouldn't.
1: Yeah, that was probably the wrong word. But do you understand what I was trying to say? Absolutely, yeah. yes. Okay. Yes, you
2: want to branch out, but uh, yeah, I would, you do you. you. You keep doing you. Because I'm definitely you going to. Because yeah, it's going, going really well. well. Yeah.
1: And my dream when I posted the first chapter was that I would have a small cult following. You got it. <laughs> that just loves piss. <laughs> that just wants more of this story. And every time I post, it, I get more and more comments and more and more good feedback. And it's just like wow, I really could do this if I wanted to. Maybe I could find, like, a book company or something that would be adventurous enough to print it, you know, if I really felt like going in that direction.
0: Well, uh, I do I do know a, a multimedia production company. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, very small business, um, comprised of nothing but friends more than friends really oh okay uh but uh you know they they're starting to become known for uh, putting independent creators content in in all kinds of different places yeah. all the holes really
1: all the good holes
0: so you know maybe something could happen who knows
1: maybe wow <laughs> i never thought i would ever just be like chilling on a couch <laughs> expressing my love of piss to the whole world
2: yeah it's a beautiful thing
1: but i i just really love it you that's, guys
2: that's why i wake up that's why
0: i do it i mean yeah this i'm is, here for
1: it i think you're gonna love my story to yeah, be honest yeah, with you i think you know, you're gonna love it I'm very
0: excited <laughs> this is this is why i do what i do like yeah i was getting all like misty-eyed uh when you were talking about uh, like the importance of this story to you and how how amazing it makes you feel and makes like you feel so good specifically when you mentioned you said it made me realize that I can write whatever I want
1: exactly yeah.
0: like you you can do you it's can power. create you can talk about whatever you want there are no rules but the rules that we give ourselves and like despite the fact that people try to give us rules and the fact that you have the courage, the audacity, and the intelligence. The balls. The <laughs> balls to defy those rules that are given to you and to make your own. Yeah. That's, that's fucking badass.
1: Yeah. That's why we're here. And to me, it all just kind of seems like a map that was laid out for me to end up here at this. Like, everything I experienced from the... The fear in the second grade to coming to accept myself when I was a early teenager to just not giving a damn and writing whatever the hell I want. Because I like it that I know somebody out there is going to like it too. So, I just write it. I don't even know. It's just like I carry these story lines around with me and I just... Have to get them out so that i can focus on other things so i just and there's so many aspects of water sports that go unexplored because it's a weird topic or just people want like like you said that like you were used to in normal porn where like it's usually a guy pissing all over a girl and i guess she Drinks it or whatever. Right.
2: It's yeah, so just she's a human urinal at that
1: point. Exactly. Yeah, right. And like, piss drinking is great, but mostly like, I want to know like how it feels and like the naughty aspect to it and just, I don't know, just everything about it. There's just so much more to it than just being degraded and being used as a urinal. I mean, that's a big part of it, but that's not all of it.
0: Yeah. There, there's a lot more nuance. Yeah.
1: And I just think a lot of it goes unexplored. So I took on the role of showing everyone all the other things that are great about water sports. And we thank you for your
2: service. Thank you. Thank
1: you. I never thought I would be thanked (laughs) for such my hard work. Yeah.
2: (laughs) It's a thankless job, but we are very glad you're doing it.
1: It's not thankless, though. Okay. I've got quite a few fans. I mean, those 15 people that bookmarked me. Yeah, that's a huge thank you even though they, they might not have even left a comment just the fact that they liked my story enough to go I'm going to read more of this Yeah, that means so much to me so
2: so not to change the topic well what, okay, one last question before I do switch it um, you had um, what, what would you what, are you worried about once you reach that final chapter the 26 or 27 chapters you've got planned do you think there will come a day when you will just be done with writing about these characters and, and their water sports exploration?
1: Well, um, uh, yeah. I think there will come a time when I'm done with this story in particular. I don't know how long it will take me to get over Dean and Cass because i've been obsessed with the two of them together for years and for me i kind of work in obsessions so like i'm obsessed with supernatural and i'm kind of obsessed with water sports and i'm obsessed with writing so if i i mean supernatural is ending this year so i'm Mm -hmm. not going to have any new content coming from that i'm not going to be constantly reminded of the characters every thursday you know, with the new episodes. So, uh, yes, I definitely think that I will move away from them and move into the next characters, the next obsession. But (coughs) what I think is, is that with those new characters comes new possibilities and new ways that they might engage in sex or water sports or any other kink that I might be feeling that day. So, if I felt passionate enough to write about it, then I will.
2: Okay. Do you have any other kinks that you can think that you would want to write about?
1: I really love calling men daddy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, there is is definitely, definitely some age...
1: There's, like, some age stuff, yeah. Okay. But yeah little little girl daddy stuff love that um but i don't necessarily like i don't want to act like a child right i like to wear diapers sure every now and then but it's not like an everyday kind of thing and i don't necessarily like to like from what i've read in fan fiction it's like people let themselves regress to a younger age I'm not really about that. I like okay. to be in control. I want to be my age i I don't I don't fuck with fucking with kids so it it's a weird line for me
2: there's yeah there's whatever it is in, in anybody's kink it's always very personal there's the general broad topic but that's why you know talking about it is super important yeah. Uh, because every person has their own individual line, whether, whatever it is, whether even like for in, you know, even in in uh, water sports for you, you're yeah. not about getting pissed in your mouth. Where, where that's what the immediate thing I go to because that's the superficial knowledge that I have. Yeah. But the more we talk about it, the more we can understand. I mean, I am now con- I am obsessed with now finding out if my urine evaporates faster than somebody else's. <laughs> I'm not going to get over that until I do more research. <laughs> well. I'm going I'm to piss on the carpet somewhere. Yes, can you <laughs> <And> film it? <laughs> I, I don't. I can't promise you that. I've got to get consent from my partner. <laughs> uh, and if so,
0: then absolutely, we'll send it right over. Can we have a, a more than friends like pissing contest? <laughs> well, like, like yeah, where we can upload things like that. Well, yeah, let's do we'll like cross... a piss dry race. Well, 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 yes. Right. <laughs> We will. Uh, yes. Yes. We, we will Let's do it. Bridge. Let's definitely have some pissing. We'll, we'll piss off contest. that bridge when we get
1: there. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I will watch.
2: <laughs> right. Um. So, but that's why it's important to discuss all these things because it's always it's always personal, and there are lines that you shouldn't cross with with
0: that a certain person
2: in a certain way. And like no to no your point. two
0: kings are exactly the same. To your point, it, it's also just a matter of understanding. I I think, it it's the nuance. I think yeah. I think the nuance is so important because so many people they hear a thing mm-hmm. and then they jump to the most extreme version of it, or just what they
2: know about. Yeah, it, or I mean, or yeah, the most the like popular heard. Or, right.
0: Yeah, and and the nuance is so important for for people. And uh, I don't I don't want to get political, but I feel like. Uh, with divisiveness and othering other people Mm -hmm. and just dehumanizing other people Mm -hmm. um i guess not just in politics but in in everything yeah the us versus them a lot of that requires you to throw away the nuance of what makes a person a person and giving people that nuance back giving anything that nuance back humanizes it it makes it real again and like even if I despise water sports. Or even if you despise condoms. Uh, don't despise condoms. That's an example. Okay. Uh,
2: I just don't want to be labeled as the but... guy who's like denouncing condoms. <laughs> Please have safe sex. The love of God, don't...
1: Just remember yeah. that it feels really good for the girl. I've, You're really I've taking heard, one for I've the team. The,
0: I've heard the other way, too. I've heard that, that well, see, ladies don't like Well, see, that's the weapons. thing. It's the nuance. The reason why you don't actually despise condoms across the board is because you understand no. the nuance. You understand sure. how people are unique and have subjective experiences, but also subjective understandings of things. And uh, even like subjective like sensory experiences, I guess. Uh, like the way that it feels to urinate... <laughs> For so me. Good. So good. I, I well, wish it, it... that...
2: Okay, now, here's where... Right, sorry to cut this short. Actually, this is a really important question. Okay. Um, When you, as a lady, when you come, Oh, gosh. And then pee afterwards, does that pee feel fucking amazing? Yeah. Okay.
0: Good.
1: And there's, like, a lot of cum in it. Sure. I sure. But just... I don't know why I needed to clarify and that, anytime... but I did.
0: There's so much cum. <laughs> All of it.
1: Like, yeah. like this is going to be disgusting, but even when you like wipe, mm-hmm. after having sex and after that pee, mm-hmm. even the wipe is just like, oh, God. Because mm-hmm. everything is so sensitive. And it is, yeah. yeah and, like, wet. Yeah. And that, I don't even know. Like, even the wipe is just like, mm, chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
2: nice. Fantastic. Because, I, yeah, I know as a as male, after coming, after a rigorous... Sex set, and then that piss afterwards is just like coming a second time or a third time. Hell again. yeah! It's, it's, it's a great release, yeah. It can sometimes almost rival the, the, the coming, so
1: and that's like something I like to talk about in my story is like they're both a very specific type of pleasure. When you pee, it's a very specific type mm-hmm. of pleasure, it's full body like if you're desperate it's like a full body you kind of just like sag into it's it storm, yeah. you're just like oh shit yeah. you know you feel amazing and then there's that like fiery tingling your whole body's like getting anxious and tight kind of pleasure mixed with the relief i don't even know it's, it's just like it's like a cocktail of crazy and it just feels so good
0: it's so parallel as well to just the sexual experience
1: yeah like all of those
0: feelings it's like it's like that is the same exact story arc i guess of an orgasm like there's there's the tension and the build-up and then the release and then the moments afterwards and it's it's kind of cool seeing the connections between Sexual pleasure and insert anything here, you know, sure. like that's that's amazing to me. I feel like the more that we do this, the more that we're going to realize that everything is sex, <laughs> 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 basically. Sure.
1: Well, I mean, would you guys really have thought about like a summer storm until I described it the way that I did? No. But, like, I, I wouldn't, you ag- I didn't... wouldn't you agree that it really is kind of like that, though? Like, the sky almost being desperate all day? Yeah. And then finally just letting it out?
0: <laughs> that's why, like, specifically, it was, I think, on the same exact couch as when you told me about the story originally. Uh, yep. And uh, that's why I was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this changes everything yeah like i think i actually specifically said this changes everything yeah you did <laughs> because and
1: you mentioned, it does you mentioned never seeing rain the same way again because
0: like it it just it's that thing where now i am always going to associate those things together and also tangentially with you i uh, hope that's not awkward no that's cool man <laughs> but i <laughs> <laughs> just think it's It's so cool. Like drawing that connection. There's something beautiful about that.
2: I just hope one day that you find yourself like Zakimbo while it rains on you. (laughs) Just make it out (laughs) in the woods. Yeah. Just getting fucking rained on. And it's a warm rain too. It has to be a warm rain, yeah.
1: Yes. (laughs) Mm.
2: (laughs) Now, okay, so something I wanted to, another thing I wanted to touch on, uh, The way you describe things is is wonderful. Thank you. But you described uh, that that tingle that uh, you receive, but you also described a a tightness. Yeah. Everything gets tight. Mm -hmm. Now, I have not heard that uh, from a lady before, so could you dive deeper into the tightness?
1: It's just like my whole body gets tight. I don't even know how to explain it. Because, like, it's it's going to be weird for you to imagine because our bodies are so different. Right. But, like... So, ladies have a hole, obviously.
0: What? No, i sorry. <laughs> I have no idea. Not yeah.
1: <laughs> so, for me, I don't know about every other girl. I just know that, like...
2: No, you're a monolith. You're speaking for all womankind right now.
1: <laughs> I just know that, for me... I am very sexually driven, and I am very sexually sensitive. And, like, my muscles are on, like, steroids. And, like, like I can come very easily, which there are a lot of girls that I've talked to in my life who do not have a similar experience. And if it's hard for you to come, sis, I am so sorry. Anybody, yeah. Yeah, you too, bro, honestly. And anybody (laughs) who... Doesn't identify as a sis or a bro. I'm sorry if it's hard for you. Um but for me, it's like so we have the hole. It's like the space around it, like the lips and the muscles that are all around the hole mm-hmm. are so tight. And like it because it's like it's almost like I'm searching for that that thing to come in to me and fill me up in a clenching. way, like I'm looking. Is it like for, a clenching? Yeah, it's like everything is clenched up and t- tight. Is it different
2: from like a kegel squeeze? Being, I mean, like your, your it's base.
1: Like it's involuntary. Okay. Like if you're doing like a a kegel, yeah. Okay. You're doing that yourself. You know what I mean? But it's just like mm. my whole vagina is mm. just all tightened up. I don't even know how to explain it. Okay,
2: no, no, that's fine. That's and that's why I wanted to explore that, uh, listeners. If you have the same sensation or feeling, uh, if you can, uh, you know, better de- not better describe, but differently describe from your own perspective, uh, please write in. Uh, let us know.
0: <laughs> yeah, and um, so just to reiterate, you can write into the show. Uh, you can do so by emailing us at <clears throat> be more than friends at gmail.com. dot uh, and on mtfproductions.com on the article that has this episode you can write into the comments there uh, and then we will see it so those are the the two ways that you can reach the show currently we'll probably have more in the future and also facebook yeah actually facebook comment, yeah facebook.com slash be more than friends it depends on how public you want to be with your comment obviously i mean
1: yeah
2: but let us know please share your feelings your thoughts uh, because the tightness is something I've never heard describe, described before, and I, I'm interested in the tightness. I'm just, like, I just
1: like—I mean, you know, when you're like inside there, you feel the muscles squeezing around oh, you. Oh, absolutely, yeah. that's all it is. It's no like idea. those muscles are super tight. Are you a golden star?
0: I don't know what that means. Like
1: you've never been with a woman sexually?
0: I've—I've never had my penis inside of a vagina.
1: So you're a golden star. Wow. Congrats. My first gold star. You're a gold star.
0: I I I really want to like borrow a woman's vagina so that I can Alright, Buffalo Bill. Let's calm it down. Like <laughs> I wanna borrow I'm... a penis though. Let's swap.
1: <laughs> let's do it.
0: Let's swap. just for a day. Yes. I will I will do all the things to your vagina on on me. And just... you have full permission to do all the things to my penis on your body.
1: And then let's report back. <laughs> just don't break it. I do they break? See, I wouldn't know. No, I don't think they break. I mean, you could probably rupture something, but
2: I'd be more concerned about you breaking Stephen's penis.
1: I would probably go ham. My penis, on a penis has been
0: through so much, though. I mean, surgical procedures. The, what the fuck? When I was born, uh, circumcision. The thing, no, the thing. Circumcision, yes, but also I had um, two hernias oh, on my penis when I was born. Oh no. Uh. So that's a thing. It my my dick has been through hell and back. Chemical burns.
1: Hey, but it's still working, right?
0: It does function, yeah. All right. Uh so cheers to that. <laughs> <laughs> and but uh, all of that is a story for another day. Yeah. Um but all, uh so a... uh I think, yeah, we're at a good I think this is a good a good spot. Um I do think uh, it's safe to say that there there's always more to discuss. Um, so, if you ever want to be a guest on the show again, Emily, you are more than welcome. This has been an enlightening Very experience. Much,
1: yeah. I had a fantastic time. Thank I will you. come back anytime. Well, thank you. Anytime you guys need some oomph, <laughs> <Something. laughs> I will bring it. <laughs> bring the oomph. I, <laughs> I will bring the oomph. <clears throat> So. I liked it so much. Like I would do it again anytime for real. All right. Awesome. Thank yeah. you so much for saying so. Thank you. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah.
0: I, I will actually I'll let you close the show. Me? Yeah. Oh, so God. Uh, if you if you have any bit of advice or anything that you want to say to our audience, what would it be?
1: Invest in yourself one hundred percent. Um It's really easy to fall for the wrong people and to invest yourself in people that aren't giving the same back to you. So I would say always invest in yourself, whether that be going to school, going after that job, writing, reading, whatever it is that makes you happy. I would say invest in yourself and don't feel bad about it. It makes me emotional and I don't mean to be so, but I am. That's just how I am. But don't be ashamed and invest in yourself. And uh, thanks for listening. And come back to the next one.
2: <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. That was beautiful. Thank you. That was perfect. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much.
1: Thanks, guys. I had a great time. So check out my story.
0: <laughs> yeah, do, yeah do, definitely. It'll be linked somewhere. Yeah, right in the show notes will be the link to the story.
1: Yeah. And thank you guys for listening, really. If you made it all the way through, pat yourself on the back, because this was a wild ride. (laughs) You get a gold
0: star, too. Yeah,
1: you're a gold star.
0: (laughs) Gold star material. Thanks again for listening. Tune in next week for the next episode of The The Podcast Podcast with with Benefits. benefits. Boom! We fucking did it. (laughs) Thanks for joining us for the third episode of the podcast with benefits. You can support this show and others on www.mtfproductions.com by clicking the donate button. If you would like to show support to our guest, Emily, you can read her story by following the link in this episode's show notes. Join us next week for another episode. And thank you so much for your support by sharing the show with friends, donating and rating and reviewing the show. If you have a personal story that you would like to share, in a safe and shame-free environment, reach out to us. You can email us at friends at gmail.com That's B-E-M-O-R-E-T-H-A-N-F-R-I-E-N-D-S at gmail.com Or you can leave a comment on mtfproductions.com You can remain completely anonymous or you can share your name. The choice is, as it should be, always yours. Thanks again and we look forward to hearing from you. Love, love, love.